Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Make no yeah, hump day. H U M E. Hump day. Gonna get you over this hump. Yeah. Uh, Learn today has uh, vowed not to laugh. Yep. This is for all the people who. I know a lot of people like my laugh, and that's not. This isn't for you today. This is for the people who hate my laugh. Did something happen? Something's always happening. Did something happen where they said, this bitch has got to stop This laughing. bitch has got to stop her laughter. Yeah, they did. They said, the joy needs to stop. And so I said, fine. So today. The joy has to stop. So today. Up, up. I haven't announced yet. Okay. As of right now, each time I laugh on this show until 10 a.m., 10 a.m. is the cutoff, whether we're out of commercials or not, I will donate. It'll be $5 per laugh, and then at the end of the show, whatever the sum is, I'm going to donate to one of my favorite animal shelters. Wow. So $5 every time you laugh. Yes, and somebody's going to take score, and hopefully the listeners do. I'll do a a laugh tally. Yeah, do a laugh tally move. The LLT, the Learn Laugh Tally. But here's my question. As the official tallier. Right. What constitutes a laugh for you, dude? Uh, are we talking oh, yeah. about the, like the chuckle? The, the vo- yeah, does a chuckle count, or we're we talking about the well, very vocalized? Think? Obviously, learn the cackle laugh. laugh is a full-fledged five dollars, right? I think yeah, it should be yeah. ten bucks. No excuses. Huge laugh. <laughs> Full cackles, ten bucks. Full cackle. So, no, and I do a lot of. So, I, I go back and I air check myself, and I listen to our podcasts. And yesterday, I was taking a walk, and I was listening to the podcast, and I like, I'm always kind of chuckling. How did I sound? You sound great. Ah. Uh, I was air checking you. Very good. You're, awesome. Your tournaments are very good when you uh, My tournament, uh, announce yes. the outfit. Tournament. Yeah. Mm. So anyway, 
I'm not going to, I'm going to try not to chuckle or laugh today. Okay, so where's this coming from? That's what I'm saying. Like, what happened? I had a dr- on the Did drive somebody in say today. Something? No. Look, so, people are always saying crap. People, to me. I know. I know people are. Always what saying, is the catalyst is there for one, this? No, I was, was driving there one in. specific person that said something to you today. No, you know I don't want to give oh, it the time of day. I don't want to give it the time of day. Listen, I was driving in today, and I go, you know what? This would be kind of a fun thing because I want to see if I can do it because I'm always laughing because I'm full Good of joy. Luck. This is a, this is a show that's going to be so funny today. Yeah, you guys got to really ramp it up. You picked all of all the days. Probably the funniest day we're going to have. Great. This is the day we plan on laughing the most. Here's what's crazy is today I was going to donate $100 for every laugh I get. Wow. Dang. To your favorite pet shelter. So you're kind of taking money away from pets. I might laugh today. Hey, it's all good. If I do laugh, money going to the animals. We were going to do uh, 8 o'clock tickle fights, too. Yeah. yeah. I'll yep. get through that. And we're doing the old, uh, the whole back half of the show. Um Shirtless. You got, all I imagine is you guys doing when Ron and try not to laugh at my nipples. When uh, <laughs> Paul Rudd and Dave Keckner and Anchorman have their underwear on and Paul Rudd's doing this thing oh, where he's yeah. like shake it. That's how I feel like by nine o'clock you all are going to well, be trying to luck. give me a laugh. <laughs> Thank you. Good luck. Five dollars for every laugh goes to an animal shelter. Wait, now what happened? Chuckle too. Fine. Chuckle, chuckle and laugh. Yeah, chuckle, I got to really laugh. ring it in. Chuckle. Yeah. Chuckle counts. What is a chuckle? What? Give me like an example of what a chuckle sounds. Like. <laughs> I'll 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 point at you when okay. you do it. Okay. <laughs> sounds good. Yeah. Vince saying learns laugh is wow. great. I hate today now. Well. Well. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be I, a good competition. Oh, there it is. There's a chuckle. I hate today now. Sorry. That's, that wasn't a chuckle. You don't think that was? No, nah, no, that was a. Uh, that was a breath. That was a big smile. Oh. We heard the big smile. Scott's doing headline goo. Today oh. in your face. Wow. Prepare. Scott's gonna come in here every five minutes and do one. Scott's gonna come in here and read jokes. All day. In your face. Try not to laugh. I'm glad yeah. you put it. Good that luck. Way. Only you. on air, by the way, too. This is not an off. What do you mean? Thing. <laughs> I thought you're gonna put it another way, man. How else would I put it? Scott's gonna come in here and he's gonna goo. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> All over All you. over your face <laughs> with jokes. What? Hmm. Ah. Anyway, good I thought luck. That's where you're going. Thank you. I'm proud of you. You're really grown up, man. Good luck doing it for doing it for the animals. Yeah, if I laugh, no big deal. Pick a charity. Right now? Right now. Um APA Missouri. Cool. Stray Rescue. Cool. Stray Rescue. What both of them. I don't care. Make it rain on these pet yeah, shelters yeah. today. Yeah. yeah. Make it rain. Rain, rain, rain. <laughs> anyway, back to you. So that means if she doesn't laugh, we hate animals. Don't you uh so, so Moon will tally. We won't mention it anymore today, by the way. No. Nope. That's it. I'll That's forget. It. I'll forget by 7 o'clock. Okay. And don't tell her every time she laughs. Just, just. Oh. oh. We'll do the total at the end of the show. Yeah. Just make a little mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Dang. Here, here's just the... make a little mark. And we'll see. It'll be a pricey day. <clears throat> we'll see how this goes. Great. Okay. Uh, just a, man, just a weird bunch of stories to start us out this morning on this, uh, on this love Wednesday. That. Uh, headline: 150 live bugs pulled from man's nose. Dude, I saw that. You see the story? Yeah, but but I did. I knew I knew that it would come across your desk as well, and I did not want to uh, to. I wanted to hear it first. Here, like uh, my mind started swimming. Like, what kind of bugs? What's this guy's problem? Well, you said bugs. A Florida man is on the mend after a horrific amount of bugs were pulled from his nasal and sinus passages earlier this month. Ew. <laughs> Uh, the guy said over a couple hours, my face just started swelling. My lips swelled. Mm. I could hardly talk. My whole face felt like it was on fire. What kind of bugs? Oh. Oh, wait. Small ones, I believe. Uh. 
This guy goes to a hospital. I guess his nose is bleeding. He's in pain. And what the ear, nose, and throat doctor on call found by looking up this guy's nose, yeah, he says, was like something out of a horror movie. Isn't there audio uh, from the ENT? Uh, when <laughs> That's it. <laughs> can he like fly these in for Riz Show Live next week, Ugh. and we can eat whatever yeah. booger oh, bugs this dude's got? Booger yeah. bugs, dude. Good, good amount of sodium in those nose bugs. Ugh. I mean, it was. He looks up there. What the f- is going on? <laughs> Just a nest. <laughs> can you imagine being that, yelled at by the ET? That, uh, let me take a look. What are you doing? <laughs> He t- takes out that, that little um, light, you know, they shove up your nose yeah. with a little cone on it. All right, let's see what's going on up here. What the f- is going on? He just quits his job immediately. <laughs> he just throws the scope right into the he wall. He said there were dozens of live larvae oh. feeding on the inside of his face cavities. Ew. Yum. He said they were right up against the base of his skull. You know what? Right under the brain. Think about your sinus passages and how you have the sinuses underneath your eyes, and those oh. can get really congested. That's probably where all these nasty little things were. He said they were right up against the base of a skull, under the brain. Had they gone through, and they were they were trying to burrow their way oh, through. Yeah, they were looking boy. for brain. Those booger bugs were looking for brain. Yeah. Had they gone through to his brain, he would have died. Some of the bugs were as large as the tip of a pinky finger. What? Holy smokes. This and is this is larva? Larva. About 150 of them were uh, were removed using a variety of uh, instruments. Larva of what? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Well, they sent the, they sent the larva to a uh, lab for testing. Uh, the doctor says he's never heard of anything like this happening before. Uh, and that uh, people with normal immune systems would fight these things off like they would die. So does this come from picking your nose with dirty fingernails or something? Yes, no, it does. Uh, no, and they, they kind of figured out how this happened. He fell asleep always, in Ocala, Florida. They did not say where this is from. They just said Florida. They said Florida. The doctor's like, listen, wash your hands before you, you know, shove them up your nose. Wash your hands after coming in contact with the dirty environment. But the guy who um, reportedly started, like, noticing some symptoms uh, in the fall, I guess they, the eggs were up there, and then they finally hatched. Oh, my gosh. Cute. Had a compromised immune system because of he had a a cancerous tumor in his head. Okay, so a couple so decades getting, earlier, he he already had a compromised immune system. Okay, so he was getting treatment for that immune system's down. And then what would normally be be fought off by your body naturally. Oh um, this guy likes to fish, so they're thinking. You think they're thinking when he was cleaning fish. He got some sort of When he was cleaning a fish, these things kind of somehow made their way up his nose. Yeah. You clean a fish, you stick your finger up your nose. Man. Yeah. That's like fish. Well, that's a good way to get rid of all the gunk and everything off your finger. Yeesh. No more snorting bluegill, you know what I mean? That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, the bluegill. That's serious stuff. Yeah. That's so. disgusting. There's that story. Hey, I'm glad they caught it, though. Can you imagine, like, you know, losing somebody and they're like, hey, you know. Can we figure out what happened? Oh yeah, yeah. He he died by bugs. Yeah, a l- larva. Larva. Had, had been in his nose for a while. Burrowed their way into his brain. Killed him. Yucko. Congrats, yep. man. 
right, That's how about this cool. one? How about this one? A woman uh, has sparked a uh, debate on Reddit after refusing to donate a kidney to her dying sister. We all have siblings. Mm-hmm. We all, I, I believe, love our siblings dearly. Yes. Would walk to the end of the earth for our brothers and sisters. I would. Mm-hmm. Am I correct? This yeah. woman, again, refusing to donate a kidney to her dying sister because she was mean to her throughout their childhood. Oh. Well, that's every sibling forever. We're all mean to each other in our childhoods. Yeah, I think that I think that's when it ends up okay. This maybe maybe this is like a really bad scenario. I like maybe just this reading person, it. Just she's a total just, bitch. Now, Rafe, you were the oldest one, right? Yeah. Did you did you bully your your Still younger am. brothers? Uh, no, not really. I mean, what are the age differences? We're all five years apart. Oh, so my youngest brother's yeah, ten old. years younger than me. So he was a you know yeah. Me and my middle brother fought with both of us. I wouldn't say bullied, but like he was a problem child. He would just do like like he took my MVP Little League trophy and melted it down with the torch in my. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so man. bad. Like he's not getting a kidney. He was just a wild. You wanted to beat the crap out of him all the time. Like, <clears throat> so, but five years difference is a pretty big. That's a. Big it is. Gap that's why it was kind of like a big, it was a big gap. gap. So I didn't really bully them in a way, of, but I did make them fight each other. So yes. <laughs> I would like, I had to babysit all summer, so I would do, I'd make the middle, I'd make my middle brother get on his knees, I'd make my middle brother get on his knees, and then put a boxing glove on his weak hand, and then I'd get, let my baby brother stand up and put a boxing glove on his strong hand, and then I'd put the kitchen chairs in a circle, and then I would make them box Yeah, Yeah, that sounds awesome. And the little one would just rock the middle one. And invite your friends so over and throw money down. Yeah, yeah. my friends would be, we'd be hanging out playing like That's, Sega Genesis, and I'd be like, all right, are, you ready? are you ready? I mean, this was like the Fight. early days of UFC, too, when it was still like a 500 pound sumo wrestler fighting a six foot eight Norwegian kickboxer. There was like, a, I remember there was a guy in UFC that was like, he had a mullet and he fought with Oakley's on and smoked cigarettes in between rounds. And, <laughs> and do you like, remember the yeah. first couple UFCs? I remember my, my dad and I getting those pay per views. Yeah, those were cool. And they were tournaments and they would fight like two or three times a night. Yeah, and wasn't it just kind of normal? Oh, like no. a guy worked, no, it'd be like worked a sumo wrestler versus a boxer. It was uh, wild. A Brazilian jiu jitsu guy versus. Uh, you a know, Greco Roman wrestler. It was yeah, way a more stylist versus. Yeah, <laughs> it was way more blood sport. Yeah, one of our managers back in the day in two thousand two, two thousand three, a part of our management. Group, oh yeah, he was a UFC fighter or you know MMA guy. It's yeah. Huge, huge, like six six dude. But he's you know managing bands and running businesses yeah. and kicking people in the teeth. Yeah, like a bare knuckle fighter versus you know yeah. a regular. Now it's like a sanctioned sport with Kick like boxer. weight classes and. Yeah, it's way different now. But but that was in the heyday of that though. So I was like, that was having my brothers. You know, I wouldn't say bully, but I mean, that was probably not super cool that I made them fight each other. Well, learning and you and your sister are way yeah fourteen apart years. In age, so yeah, there I've was never, no bullying there. No, but as I, I will say, when she got older, I don't know if she was out of high school or just into college or what, but we got into a fight, and I remember I was like. It was, I shoved her. I was like, get, you know, and I was, I felt terrible. Cause I'm like, first of all, I'm an adult. <laughs> what an idiot. Uh, and secondly, like, I love her so much. I was like, what am How I doing? How old were you? I was probably in my late 20s. And, and, early uh, 30s. and so, and you're, you're 14 years apart? Yeah. So she was, she was in, in high t- school. Yeah, in her teens. Yeah. But she was really pissing me off. 
bad. And I was so mad I at had her. It. And I just had it. And so, and she's my size, you know, so it wasn't like I was bigger. So you shoved her and then you felt guilty immediately. Yeah, I did. I'm, okay, so, I'm sorry. so growing up, there was such a big age difference where it didn't. No, I'm, I was like her... I was a weird in-between. I was her sister, and sometimes I was taking her to dance class and picking yeah. her up at school and stuff. So I felt very much, especially when she was younger, protective over her. Like, I was like a second mom almost. You, yeah, know? Moon, you and your brother are, are how, close in age. How old was she when you had to fight? Two years. Um, I don't remember. Like, late teens, early 20s, maybe. However old I was. She hmm. waited it out. Yeah. She's like, oh, you're going to get it when you come of age. Oh, she... <laughs> Little turd, love her to death, but total turd. <laughs> you and your brother, did you? I mean, did you fight? Yeah, all the Two time. Two years is perfect. That's Con the perfect constantly. age. Yeah, yeah. Yep. we were constantly fighting until. I mean, I remember some of the big ones, but I mean, it was all the time. And then um, I, I still remember the last time. Last time I threw, I threw a punch at the guy. Were, but were you usually the starter, the instigator? Okay, so as here's the older one. Here's the dynamic. Um, I'm sure I started my share, but I finished every one of them mm. because he was smart enough to know how to get my goat and get me going. Yeah, push buttons. And then I was the, I refused to lose and I refused to cry. Mm. So he was the, oh, well, when I'm done with this, all I got to do is turn on the waterworks. He's in trouble. Uh, and then yeah. bam. And, th and that's what happened every time. So. I may not have started the majority of the fights, but I was in oh, trouble I for every them. single one yeah. of them yeah, because he smart. would turn on the well. And as the older turn one, on the that tears. Would normally, that would normally be the way it goes. I, I you know, am three years older than my brother, mm -hmm. and I would bully and instigate. Yeah, and we would fight, and then I would get in trouble. Yeah, I would go hard yeah. thinking every single time that like we would work it out in whatever way. And then he would always get the parents. He was he was he outsmarted me every time, mm. and I was always yeah. in trouble for you. And, you and your sister Scott. I mean, we would have the little fights here and there, but for the most part, we were pretty good at getting along with each other. And our friends were the same friends, so we hung out. Mm. It was pretty easy. But I mean, I did accidentally catch her hair on fire once. You did? Oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> accidentally? Huh? Well. I was experimenting. Well, with the I know when you pour gasoline on somebody, light them on fire. I don't know if that's. My mom was a different mom for my sister and I. We talk about this a lot in my family. My mom was 26 when she had me, and then she was 39 when she had my sister. And, you know, she had grown up a lot. So getting the parents involved never worked because my mom literally had two different experiences with me being a certain way and my sister being a different way. And there was so much time in between. So I don't, I feel like I, I'm sure I did, but I don't remember ever getting my mom involved. I feel like she and I, Emily and I would just battle it out together and talk it out or whatever. And there was always the unwritten rule of, you know, you don't hit somebody in the face. Yeah. Oh, I didn't, I never read that. <laughs> Me neither. I never saw that. Me neither. You don't Do, sock them in the face. Are you didn't have any entertainers We're in throwing, well, I was throwing haymakers, spin kicks, every ninja oh, movie was I mean, coming out of me. Three ninjas was, every oh, day of your life. I was cold Rocky and Tum Tum or whatever his name was. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing in the, not in the face. Mm. I would... Different childhoods. Yeah, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I had to fight two brothers with a wiffle ball bat at my dad's request. Yeah, we didn't use like weapons. <laughs> oh no, weapons were in, weapons were in play, but you don't draw blood. Yeah, when you draw blood, blood, that's extra in trouble. Yeah, mm -hmm. my brother was the crier too. He was the 
He would start everything. Bruising's fine. Then he would get... Bruising's fine. Which is good, because I bruise super easily. Dude, I, I don't know, you know, what kind of strength you had or anything, but, like, I mean, drawing blood was hard to do if... I mean, unless you're fighting somebody that's not fighting back. Well, with weapons. Well, with or weapons. you throw somebody saying. down and they cut themselves, scrape themselves. This was a, you're throwing no haymakers and doing all that kind of stuff until somebody basically says, I give up. You know what I mean? Yeah, or starts crying Or starts crying and gets where, mom over here and yeah, then I'm mom in trouble hears again. But, you know, as we're older now, you know, I, I hope that my brother doesn't hold any resentment against me. I would hope that, God forbid, if I need a kidney... He'd give it to you. He's there for me. Dude, Definitely. we 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 fought so much in like little like little fights, you know, not not these big boxing brawls, but like these little fights that when we go back and watch family videos, like family vacation videos from the 80s, you will see us like you know, hitting each other, like smack, smack, you know, like in and, the background. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's caught on yeah, film. Yeah, just can't keep your hands to yourself. So if it was caught on film when dad's got this, you know, uh, Hollywood-sized camera on his shoulder and all that kind of stuff, and we don't even care to not do it in front of them, you knew we were doing do it all the time. Do your kids fight with each other now? No. Now, they they wow. bicker, but, oh. but we don't physical, like, no. I mean, you get physical, and it's like, boom. Like, I turn into the principal. Oh, things escalate in my house. It goes from zero to... Full on fists. So no, funny. my kids do not oh, boy. physically fight. Yeah. I just want to know. My daughter fights dirty. I bet she does. She's dude. a kicker. I want to know because I don't have kids, but my best friend, you know, will do Marco Polo every throughout the day, and she'll be doing the dishes, talking to me, and all of a sudden I hear her in the background the kids losing it, and then lots of things breaking, <laughs> and then one comes in and is upset. You know. Yeah. Well, my son will walk, you know, walk by my daughter just to give her a quick smack or whatever. And then she goes nuts, and he knows how to push her buttons. Yeah, right. this and, and she's tiny, and my son's a tough. My son's a bigger, tough kid. See, and uh. that's the thing. I think that's looking back. That's what happened. Clark was in second grade, and I was in fourth grade when he outgrew me. Mm. So here I am, fourth grade. I'm almost the king of the elementary school in fifth grade, and my little brother, second grade, not even on the f- same floor as me. He's taller than me. So from then on, it was like, oh, great. It's like, you know, when when these movies say when you go to prison, you got to find the biggest guy and yep. kick his ass. Like, I had to kick his ass every day. Well, my son <laughs> just... He was a head taller than me by sixth grade. Just bought my, you know, son a new pair of sneakers, and he's now officially my shoe size. Nice. And I think within the next couple months, we're going to have to go outside and probably fight, like, as fathers and sons do. Yeah. To retain dominance. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll have, probably have to have our, you know, backyard well, fight. That's good. Make sure you pick a week when <laughs> he has the to, flu or something. Yeah, exert dominance. <clears throat> three years older than your brother, though? Yeah. Did you guys fight neighborhood kids? Because that's when, like, blood's thicker than water, you know? Like, we fought all the time, but, like, we'd be out in the middle of a field playing wiffle ball, pickup game, mm-hmm. using gloves as bases. There's other families, other brothers. Somebody would start some static, and then... Oh, yeah. You know, you turn... Williams brothers, were not, uh, you know, unite. Yeah, unite, yeah. They united front. I, never, I don't think we really had to do that too much. There was a, oh, co- yeah, there was, there was a couple, like... Talks, like, hey man, don't mess with so and so, like those, those yeah. kind of things. But I don't think it ever got. To- oh no! And in, in my neighborhood, they were like, we had like organized sports, like one neighborhood versus another neighborhood. Oh, that's cool. That's pretty awesome. Sandlot style. Oh, oh yeah, that would that be so cool. Dope. And uh, usually in either uh, football or street hockey. And the fights would break out. Mid-game. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we you know we'd play <laughs> like Wednesday we'd play Strathmore, the street you know. Just uh, north of us. Mm. And then, you know, Saturday we'd play, you know, uh, Tennyson, which was the street south of us. 
Pretty cool. They're the better street. Pretty cool. Anyway, so a woman sparks this debate after refusing to donate a kidney to her dying sister because she was mean to her throughout the childhood. So the, the woman who posted this, the sister is 28 years old. She explained how her sister would constantly belittle her, calling her names and physically assaulting her as a kid. Hmm. She never once said sorry for her actions and seems to have forgotten all about it. Now they're now they're all both grown up. However, the sister says that all this bullying left her with, quote, deep emotional scars that she still carries to this day. Here's what she writes. My sister, who's 30, so remember, the, the sister that needs a kidney is now 30. Okay. The other sister who has the kidney is 28. The sister has been battling kidney failure for a year. Her doctor said that she urgently needs a transplant to survive. And she writes, here's the thing. Growing up, my sister made my life a living hell. Despite all the pain she caused me, I tried to forgive her and move on. But she's never once said sorry or shown any regret for her actions. Now with her life in danger, my family is pressuring me to donate one of my kidneys to her. They say it's the only chance she has. Wow. And I would be heartless to refuse. That's a lot to put on this one family member. Yeah. Why Why is cow. it not the entire family? Hey, does anybody want to donate a kidney? Why is the sister having to be the one? For, for this thought yeah. experiment. Genetic match, right? Yeah. Chance, for for this thought experiment, let's assume that she is the only one. The only one. Mm. Let's say, let's what, say what she's the you, only one. Let, let's say she's the only one. Does that justify or more so justify the, the family's pressuring? Uh, yeah. 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 So mean, you're down with the pressure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. How are you going to feel? I'm a man. I don't know if I could let, even if my sister was a total bitch her whole life to me, I would still give her my kidney. If we were still me- having the life that we have or we're seeing each other and we have a relationship, even if it sucks, if she was going to die, I'm donating my kidney. Can you imagine? The guilt I would feel that if she were to die. If she were to die, the guilt, yeah. number yeah. one. How about the family resentment like, right. bitch, you had. Yeah, we, yeah, you lost two daughters. Yeah. Yeah. You had the kidney to save an, your, your sister's life. Right. Hey, n- now let's not willy nilly think that you're just gonna poop, pull it out your belly button and no, hand it's, it's it over. T- no, it's tough surgery. It's, it's a t- big it's surgery, a, and that's gonna surgery. affect your life yeah, as well. You man. can't play sports anymore. It's, a, it's tough surgery. Yeah. Yeah. That's a heavy, you know? that's heavy boy. It takes like like not, six months to grow back. If not doing it for your sister, what about for your mother? That yeah, that's what I mean. I would think. What of about everybody for your else. mother? For your mother, who would then be losing a daughter? Right. And then you have to carry that weight with you for the rest of your life. To me, that's not worth it. She admits she can't fa- shake the feelings of resentment towards the sister. She asked Reddit, you know, what they would do in this situation. And uh, basically, people gave her uh, suggestions on how to not do it. Like, uh, really? Hmm. Yeah. One, she says, why would I? She says, why should I sacrifice part of myself for somebody who never showed me an ounce of kindness or compassion? I know it sounds selfish, but I can't bring myself to do it. Am I wrong for refusing to donate my kidney to my dying sister because of our troubled past? One user who who had been a donor before said, as a former donor, you have to pass a series of medical tests. The most important test is a psychological test. Mm-hmm. Considering your feelings and the pressure from your family, it's highly unlikely you'll pass. There you go. Wow. There's your out. Somebody else suggested if you don't want to do it, go for testing. Tell the doctor you're being pressured into it. Third person said you would need to test to see if you're a match, and most doctors, if you tell them you're being coerced, they will assist you and say you're not a match. I mean, it's her body, uh, whatever, but at the same time, I don't know psychologically how that would play out if her sister did happen to die. So she has to weigh the options there about 
physically do I want to do this? Mentally do I want to do oh, this? Oh, I'll give her a spike kidney. And then I would be like, I'm giving my you my spike kidney. kidney. And you better not be a bitch for the rest of time. I own you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in you. Yeah, you owe yes. me. Done. You owe me forever. Oh, oh man, this tough. is a tough situation. I, I feel for both of them, man. It's, I, I feel for all I of them. Personally, listen, I couldn't feel, I, I couldn't live with the guilt. Had my had my sister die or my sibling die because mm. I was unwilling so, to right, donate my life-saving yeah. kidney. So I and think you that's to, your answer. You would, you would do it right now. I would do it. Yeah, and you have to at least pretend you're cool and you forgive yourself like that just so you can be in her will. <laughs> you know, you got to play that card right. Good everybody's point. everybody's giving kidneys. Yeah, I'm adopted. I'm right out of this. We, yeah, you get the excuse. <laughs> no, let's yeah, say sorry, you're man. a match. <laughs> I met your biological sister. Yeah, Rafe. What does the sister do here? Uh, well, if she'd have just been quiet, she'd be fine because she could have just told the doctor all this, and they would have. Oh right, now it's out. Now it's out. Now, it's known she doesn't really want to do it, so they're going to be like, you tanked your psychological exam. Like, it's not going to help the family situation. <clears throat> My, It's hard for me to say because I don't know how mean this person was. I don't know, was this person really, like, over-the-top mean, or is this person, like, sibling brittle? Is this person to have a brittle spirit who was just, like, holding a grudge over childhoods, like, n normal childhood stuff? Yeah, because you do, you do hear stories about siblings, like, legitimately yeah. hating, hating one another right. from, from yeah. early brittle. years. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, but it's usually something that happens as an adult that leads to that. Yeah, but not always. I, I remember some teacher of mine back in middle school talking about, and she started breaking down when she was crying. Was in class, we're all like, what is she doing? And she had a breakdown, and she was talking about oh God. her and her sibling... Like, she was mean to her sibling, and her siblings hated her since they were kids, and they, like, haven't... And she had a breakdown in class? I remember that. Oh, this. God. <laughs> this seems like a wet, hot American summer scene. It was a vivid scene in my memory of this gal talking about how regretful she was and how she treated her sister or her brother. I forget what it was. The and they hated it, and, and the brother or sister wouldn't speak yeah. to her. And she was in her, like, 40s or 50s by this point. Yeah. The problem I would have with it is she's, this isn't... Being framed from a, of a point of like, I'm weird about giving up my kidney. This isn't like her being like, I'm scared of surgery. I don't want to, like, I'm. what if I need it? Oh, yeah, it's all about this the This is being framed as, I don't want to give it to this person. Right. So, for me, I'm like, man. Well, maybe that's just what she's saying to justify it because. Maybe. But I have I mean? to assume that she, I've got to take it at face value. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm saying for the sake of this argument. To justify it for the public. <clears throat> well, so what I was living with yourself. I think that uh, she should reframe it in her mind of, like, what better form of, like, either forgiveness or taking the high road than being like, hey, I don't, you are terrible to me, but I'm still going to do the right thing because you're my sister and I'm going to yeah. try to help you. Mm. Man, then, he, I think you would sleep better at night that yeah. way than you will yeah. being like, yeah, she died, but <laughs> ah. I got the last laugh. <laughs> like, I think that's going to cause more psychological damage down the road of probably. Course. Dude, we'll either see. way, going forward, both of them. They better be treating those kidneys like gold. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like a gallon of water a day yeah. and all this stuff. Woo! Now with this next story here, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna laugh at. Uh, you know, listen, it's a sexual assault. When it, when it all, when is all when all said and done here? Yeah, so right. a 33 year old guy in Canada has been con convicted of sexual assault. Very serious crime, yes. But man, these details are ridiculous. Here we go. All right. Strap in. This guy's grand scheme was this. 
he'd meet men online pretending to be a woman named Angela. Then he'd invite them to his house for anonymous fun, but there were rules. There was no talking, and the men wouldn't see him. And instead, they would uh, interact through a hole in a sheet oh. that was hanging in a doorway. Sheet play, cool. Freak of the week on a Wednesday. Here yes, we go. Yes, it is. Huh. This guy did this twice that we know of. And, and he was caught when the second victim simply pulled the sheet down and saw the guy on the other side wearing a black wig. What? What? What do you mean? What kind of wig? Like long hair? I don't know what kind of wig. Yeah, yeah. Well, I so, wish I knew. Okay, so he's setting it up like, hey, we're going to do this thing, and I'm going to do it on the other side of this. And, and I'm, I'm Angela. And I'm a gal. Yeah, yeah I'm Angela. Angela. I'm Angela. So just in case there's a, uh, uh, like a silhouette or something. Oh, we're going to do things through the sheet. Oh. He's wearing a wig, right? It's like in the Brady Bunch movie when Greg and Marsha, they got the sheet up in between their beds because they're sharing the attic or whatever. And they had that hole in it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Super gross. <laughs> what? You almost got me. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, so he's got a black, white, I, it's funny that they say black wig, like we have to know, she's a brunette. He was wearing a black, a black wig. And men came over, and at least two that we know of, and did stuff, they did stuff through the sheet. Mm-hmm. Until one guy was like, wait a minute. I wait a second. Let's see who's behind this curtain, the Oz, the wizard. Also, was he? Why would you wear the talking? wig if you're not going to be seen? I don't know. No, 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 no talking. So, I'm just amazed that people are willing to. It just seems dangerous to go to a stranger's place, and you know it's a pretty important instrument you have there that you're putting in that area. I don't right. know. It just seems like teeth could be dangerous, and you're trusting this person to be nice. That's right. Not very bright. Stranger also, danger. Weird that it's a sheet because you would think that if you're going to commit some crimes and yeah. act like Angela, right? Like you got something to hide like that, that you would be building some sort of weird room where the sheet, because that's the easiest thing ever to take down. Yeah, yeah it's like, like you'd have a glory bins. hole. Like uh, you would. Uh, this is a glory hole situation, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what this it is. is yeah. what it's it a is. temporary. It's a temporary. Let's call this what this it's is? Temporary glory hole. This is a uh, an easily moved. This is not a well thought out scheme. Well. Nope. I mean, it worked. It worked at least once. Twice. Well, the second guy caught him. Before or after? So I don't know. I guess if you ever wanted a bead from a ghost, this is it. This is it. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> In Wait a haunted BJ. So sexual assault. So they're saying the crime is that he was impersonating a woman, and that is under of sexual, that's sexual assault. assault. Sure. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I didn't know if he was beating the hell out of somebody while he was doing yeah, it, or I mean, what was happening. I mean, I guess he was, but that was a different thing. I mean, yeah, it's just totally sexual assault. You're, you're, yeah. This is sex under false pretenses. Yeah. Man. Yes, it is. But if you're already at a point you're sticking your wang through a hole in a sheet, there's some kind of buy-in on your end, too. Do you what? know what I mean? Sure. It does yeah. make Why? it a little it fuzzier. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. There's we're a little bit of buy-in I mean, on your side. We're not going to victim blame here, but no. I mean. But there's going to be a little bit of I was just minding my own business, sticking my dong in this hole in a sheet. <laughs> With a stranger I answered a Thinking it's from. a woman. Yeah. Why? And I met online. <laughs> With all these I rules thinking? about not talking. Why is it Tommy Wiseau on the other side of the sheet for me in my brain? Anybody else? <laughs> oh, no, it's yeah, Angela. It from the room. Yeah. Oh, hi, Mark. I'm Angela. Oh, hi, Mark. Angela. 
I did not. I did not. <laughs> I, I am not a woman. I am not. <laughs> I'm not a guy. I am not. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> oh, wow. Somebody, I got to give credit where credit's due here. Uh, Richard sent. Five bucks. Richard sent a message over. Exact same, exact same thing happened here a couple years ago. <laughs> Chesterville police officer who lived in Wentzville posed as a chick online and got guys in the house and used a glory hole. Ew. Stop oh, no this. Way. Who did that? Uh, a local story? This is from 2015. I, I think who I remember talking about this. It was a this. cop? Headline, former... Ch was this the guy that was busted also at the, <clears> um, <throat> the gas station on Clarkson? Man, I don't know. Okay. Uh, former Chesterfield police officer admits to secretly taping sex acts. This is from October 19, 2015. A former Chesterfield police officer pleaded guilty Monday to videotaping sexual encounters with individuals at his Wentzville home and later posting these videos online. David Cerna. Yes, I think it's the same guy. David Cerna admitted to investigators that he posed as a woman on Craigslist and would solicit men to come to his house for anonymous sex. He would send a woman's photo to the men who responded to his ad and then give instructions on what to do when they arrived at the house. When men arrived at the house, Cerner would perform mm -hmm, on them hmm. through a hole in the wall and record the activity. The men believed they were receiving mm -hmm, from a woman. He said 60 guys did this. Holy smokes. 60 men yeah. visited his house over an 18-month period. And he posted the glory hole videos on his personal website. I do remember this. Oh. Because I remember them saying Glory Hole on Channel 2. And you, yeah, 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 yeah. You were beside yourself. You're right. Here and I was is. like, ee! And here's, <laughs> here, that was a story from uh, 2015, 2016. And then here's another one from December 21. Cerna, Chesterfield police officer who was, uh, who Fox 2 busted recording men in Chesterfield gas station bathroom is wanted again. Damn. Yeah, this was, no, okay, so this was at his house. Then he got busted at the gas, the mobile. Chesterfield gas station. The bathroom. mobile. There was a glory hole at the mobile. They found a hidden camera in 2014. Hidden camera at the mobile on Clarkson, right? I think right oh, by the Trader Joe's. Wait, God. on Clarkson? There, what? There was also a recording of a minor. <laughs> oh, God. I drive by that mobile every day. In Are fact, you okay? Today, I'm, yes. I'm fine. But no, I saw some w shady people this morning walking out of it. I was like, what? That gas station? Yeah. Check this out. Criminal charges led to a one-year prison sentence, but with a warning that he could return to prison for a decade if he violated probation. The next sentence, the courts found he did violate probation. And he pled guilty this past March to two new felonies, drug possession and failing to register as a sex offender. Instead of going back to prison, he got another break. Judge sentenced him to four years of probation it came out in court December 3rd that he is in violation again. This time he did not show up to court, leading to an I active did not. Run. I did not. I did not <laughs> judge. Uh, this guy in Canada got oh, two hi, years. Oh, hi, judge. This guy, this guy in Canada got two years, <laughs> by the way. Guys, there's a, as you said, registration and glory hole in the same <clears throat> sentence. I'm wondering, is there a registration for glory holes online? And there, in fact, there are. Like Don't, a red thing. Like a registered glory, glory, glory registered. <laughs> yeah. Don't touch Not the sheet. You're work. killing me, Lisa. <laughs> Not safe for work, but it has all 50 states. So, wait, 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 wait. So, you could register your glory hole? Yes. This is like ways for glory holes. Like, do you have a permit for this glory hole? I'm <laughs> oh, you do? Thank you. Yeah. Hey, before, carry on, sir. Hey, before we get Boy. this glory hole going, I got the inspector's got to come yeah, in. It's, yes. like, you think, it's a B rating. It's uh -oh. like for fire inspectors who are on like one strike away from getting fired, they get demoted. Like, well, guess what? You're the glory hole inspector this year. Uh, <laughs> guys, 
Stick your hose through. It says, if you want to know where the glory holes in Missouri are and you would like to practice sex anonymously and respectfully, here is where you can find and share, such as public bathrooms, video booths, sex clubs, sex shops, X rooms, and you will find all of the glory holes in Missouri. There's a map. That is ridiculous. Please send me that link. Say what? For research. Back to this guy in Chesterfield. 60 men came over. Right. Yeah. 60. And he got a light sentence? People are there are wanting... st- When this story came out in 2015, uh-huh. and I think the guy got busted because there were, like, an- cars pulling up to this guy's house all the time. <laughs> oh. And then you find out, like, oh, where was this? Wait a Chesterfield? Second. Dude. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, that's right. Okay, so West not County, only that. Glory Hall. He was videotaping men using a mobile on-the-run restroom and streaming the videos to a pornographic website. Yeah. And so was it, in my head, I wonder what that looked like. Was it on his side so you only saw the dong? Or did he also have like a split screen where you could see who the body was? No, like the wiener camera, These are two separate things. So the mobile on the run thing was a separate incident and the house was another thing. Okay. Yeah, this was a camera above a urinal. How do you not see that? Do you guys look? I'm not you better, looking for that start, stuff. Nobody's hey, looking for anything. Every bet. Trust me. Women are hearing me out. They know. Go when you go to a public restroom. Look in the vents. Look everywhere. I got to go to the bathroom. I'm looking in the vents yeah, while you're I'm, going. I'm about there. That's thing. a good hiding spot. Relief. I'm looking to get and out getting, of there as soon as I can. I'm not yeah. doing. I'm not doing a security sweep. And trust me, I know that they make these secret cameras now that look like the air fresheners in bathrooms and whatnot, Ooh, yeah. where you can hide these cameras everywhere. But I always look in the vents. Even when I was at the mall the other day and I was trying stuff on and I'm looking up because you just pervs everything. If I'm touching cloth, yeah. I'm not looking for vents. To be fair, the you, bathroom I'm not here, the, cameras and the vents. jock bathroom here with that little sprayer, I do stare at that thing uh, right. a whole bunch. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm like, that definitely looks like a camera. See? But if it is, whatever. Also yeah. that. Every like, time I put my wiener right up to it, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> not today. I like to put on a show. I like to stand on the sink. Like if they're if, if I'm being recorded, listen, I'm in show business. Heck yeah. Exactly. How do you know if you ever were on camera? You know, like if you've ever stayed in an Airbnb and they I got may you. have been. Oh, we dude. probably. Well, have. yeah, we probably all have been. We stayed yeah. at an Airbnb once, and I was almost certain. I was like, this guy's watching us, man, for yeah. sure, dude. That's for why sure. you need that little contraption that I see pop on socials every other video, but it's where you walk around the room, you know, and it tells you where the cameras are at. Yes. I need that little wand. Yeah, thing. look up. You can look up on YouTube like ways to tell you're being. You're being filmed. Oh yeah, or if yeah. there's a two, or the one side or whatever, the two sided mirrors, the test that you do with markers for that is the is the first uh, is the first sign. You've got that feeling. Mm-hmm. You've got a feeling. You're your being gut. watched. Trust your gut. Like in St. Louis, all the glory holes would have expired tags mm. <laughs> anyway. And they have not been cleaned. Improperly registered. What's up with all these cops doing this stuff too? That's really weird to me. There was a cop in Edwardsville that was peeping over tanning salon booths. He got caught. He'd, like, go into the salon, and then he'd, like, sneak up and, like, film over the top was of the thing. Was that the guy at the Club Fitness? I don't know. I think it was an actual, like, tanning salon. But he got, I don't know what happened to him, but it was a cop who was, like, going in there and uh, just taking his cell phone and, like, whoever the women in the next thing. Because I always think about that when I would used to work at a tanning salon. I'm like, they usually build those things. They don't go to the ceiling. Right. A lot of them, they're just, like, little walls that are like you know eight feet high eight feet yeah. high but then you can like hear the other person getting in the bed on the other side and i'm like man I'll, somebody could just stand on a chair yeah. and just oh, i didn't know yeah. that and this cop, oh there, there's videos they caught on. this cop doing it and, well you know, there's a lot there's of crime videos. that happens in those rooms so i think that you know the cop was doing his job there's videos sure. online of people you could see 
trying to stick their phones under somebody's skirt, whether it be like an airline stewardess. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of creepy dudes out there. I wonder if it's, it's you know, if there's a disproportionate amount of police officers that are getting busted doing that or if that just makes better news. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I bet you this is happening the all over the place. The fact that it's a law enforcement when officer. It's, yeah, when it's a law enforcement maybe. officer, it's going to get pushed to front page yeah. faster. The public trust. Mm-hmm. I could see why it would get pushed to the front. Right. I'm still trying to wrap my head around the 60 guys were at this guy's uh, house for the glory hole. No, that that's, <laughs> is on brand, I feel. You know? Man. Have for me? Seat. Not for you, but just men in general. Here I go with my feminist views. Like uh, anonymous. Mm. Uh, like just getting some strange. You know, it's that's on par with what we know. For all guys, don't uh, don't put me in that no. category. Hey, women aren't the best either. I'm just saying, like, don't think they're not deviant women out there either. A, there's like a vending machine for love. The men are like, oh, we're gonna go to that. You know, you think that's just a guy thing? No, I know it's a girl thing. It's, it's an all people thing. thing. Yeah, but no, it's don't put me in that category. Sixty men. Yeah, don't yeah. put me in the yeah. glory hole category. Yeah, take me out of that too, man. Isn't there like a holiday on the fifteenth of February, which is all dedicated to this type of sex? Like, wait, what? Huh? Isn't it um, the day after? I need to update Valentine's my calendar. Oh, steak and BJ Day. That's yes. it's 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 March fourteenth. I'm sorry, I don't know when it is. It's the month after the what? It's, it's the month after right around the corner Valentine's Day. All right, well, good. Put it on the calendar, everybody. The whole thing is like, all right, the ladies get Valentine's Day. The dudes get steak and BJ Day on on March fourteenth. I always thought it was the day after Valentine's no. Day. No, hmm. no, that'd be too much to pack into one week. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Mm-hmm. That's, that's true. Like too much. We, too much giving. Yeah, not many holidays in March. Hmm. St. Patrick's Day. Well, I'm not Irish. Oh. Two, two show birthdays. <laughs> yeah, big holidays be. here. Okay, March is awesome. Okay, okay, okay. Anyway, wow. <laughs> Oh, well, Matthew says that was our dare officer in Edwardsville. No, man, it wasn't. Wait, wait, wait. You talking oh, about the club this guy in was an employee. Oh, okay. No, no. The the Ed, he talked the Edwardsville, perv. the Edwardsville oh, okay. guy that was, was peeping like, on the. Nah. Yeah, he was the dare officer for all the for the high school. Oh, well, he kept the kids off drugs. I mean, he did what he was probably setting out to do. Yes, he's like, I know? dare you to go get a tan. <laughs> hey, do you have to? <laughs> and asking for a friend. Do you need to sign up for that website to find the glory holes, dearest? Uh, no, <laughs> it's it's pretty much as willy nilly. If you do, want, and I, I'm willy nilly. You, you're going to get called. hit with a lot of genitalia when you go to this website. No, no. Can you Maybe can you tell me where the closest one is? Let me look it up again. Let me go back to this terrible yeah. website that I was just on. Yeah, is this like Zillow where I can? No, it's not Zillow. Search within a radius. Yeah, is there Customers a rating system? It is a glory, it's like a five-star glory hole. Glory hole directory, which essentially looks like if you're looking up a restaurant. So by region, okay. Or, yeah, oh, are yeah, the glory like holes rated? Uh, like oh, this, yeah. Uh, like Yelp? this, a one star. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I didn't like that place. There's a hole in the wall. I love this yeah. right now. Just the first let's picture see. is so funny. Okay, where are the glory holes in Missouri? Okay, let's find out. And we're going, and there's a lot of breasts. There's a map. Why is granny stuff coming up? I know, it's here? a little strange. Um... <laughs> By the way, your computer now has 15 viruses. I know. Yeah. It's just shutting down. They <laughs> even give you and tips. And IT they guy say, was just woken up. Use condoms. You know, leave valuables at home. Respect and education. Don't hook up with anybody underage. Like, they're giving stipulations. Okay, great. You know, goods, locations. Guys, good there's locations. no map. Tell me where to go. <sighs> Tell me what to do. Tell me how. Mm. <laughs> this is wild. I want to know where the nearest one is. Yeah. 
It's not showing up on the map. Not because I'm going. Yeah, they right. heard it's no, good this is radio. research. It's Johnson shut in. <laughs> That's right, buddy. Oh, oh, don't say man. that. Don't tell me. Oh, my God. Spots, man. It's wholehunter.com. <laughs> oh, hunter.com. <laughs> wholehunter.com. <laughs> Hold on. I'm in the mainframe. Oh, here frame. we go. Oh, my God. Oh, geez. Hacking into the mainframe now. What do you mean? <laughs> here <laughs> we go. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready for this? Ready for what? Are we talking about locations? Yeah. Grieve Court. Grieve Court. No, no, no. For real. And this is, again, on wholehunter.com. How many are Wally's in Fenton. Big parking lot. Big restrooms. Be discreet. J.C. Penney, West County Mall. Okay, this is this just seems like hook places to hook up. Yeah, these are just like meeting points. This ain't. There's no no. First uh, of all, that Wally's in is Fenton. Amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. How no dare you do this? No one's in our putting Wally's. holes in those walls. Yeah, there's no holes down in Wally's. Oh God, you guys. No. There's no holes no, in that's, Wally's. That's, just, that's gotta be like a parking lot. Meet, that's know, like, like a like, like, like a hookup. I'm, like, hey. I'm just saying. I want to know where there is a hole in the wall that I could stick my wiener through. I mean, that other guys stick their uh. wiener through. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, according to this list, everywhere, right here, there's holes everywhere. Look at that. There is one. You see that? Moon's got one next to him. Yeah. I mean, I have one in this building. What? <laughs> There's a mobile this- wall in here. I own my set. Yeah, I have a mobile wall. I'm renting it out. You need to oh update the site. Wow. I mean, literally, this is... Yeah, we have the mobile everywhere. one right here. You can take anywhere with you. Oh, yeah, we do for the game. Yeah. Mm. That one just... That one moves on the app. Well, like, okay. I don't know if this is legit. I mean, obviously, this is just a hookup place. It's just a place to hook up. It's also a... A great tool for law enforcement to find out where right. we're breaking the law. This is pretty nice. So be obvious. It's good. Right. It's like the uh, the rentahitman.com. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like it's a place where cops go to figure this out, to yeah. figure where, where people no. are hooking up in, in bathrooms. Now they're watching you. Why are you eating a banana? With, with your newfound interest. Yeah, this is not the time. Because I just <laughs> Moon felt the need right now to, to eat a banana. Hey. hey, man. I just took some vitamins, hey, and I forgot <laughs> that it's going to make me hurt. Learns donating. Oh, God. <laughs> What's wrong? Mark one down for learning. One? Learns that's a donated. solid deuce. That's a, that's a two-life. Oh. Yeah. Banana comes with its you. own glory. How dare you bring your banana out? In this conversation. In this conversation, this guy's peeling a banana. Yeah, I found a glory hole directory. Yeah. Sullivan, Missouri, glory hole. And there's a picture. And I don't recommend any of you look at it. I want to know. A picture of what? Of the glory hole. It's like hole? a truck yeah, stop? private glory hole, and it says open. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. And yes, for the show, I will click on it. Where Where is that at? I'm about like, to is, that, is that somebody's house? Private setup. Suck you up. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, there's a very graphic photo. Uh, quality. It has reviews. How many stars? Excellent. Five stars. Excellent. Five star. Lo- quality, location, <laughs> service. All five stars. Two thumbs up. Oh, look at that. 176 views. Uh, there's an email. Inqu- there's yeah. an email? What's there's it? Inquire about, you know. There's an email with a person's more. name where you can email them and wow. set it up, I guess. That's, uh. I, you know. Wild. Sullivan Moe is one. Let's see what else we got. Uh, Springfield. St. Charles Hotel Glory Hole. Wow. No D refused. Wow. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> Don't discriminate here. All right. Wow, they're very. Got to have those Yelp reviews, though. Had mm-hmm. that been like, uh, you know, something that uh, 
these customers were looking for. I tell they you wouldn't what, have got duped by the sheet guy. At this glory hole, we do not discriminate. That's oh, right. If the there's funniest... one thing this glory hole has is integrity. This is world mm -hmm. peace in its beginnings. Yeah, listen, it's not funny that those guys were... Missouri, private discreet GH near Liberty. Twink hosting private GH for raw breeding. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, no it's, not, it's not funny these guys were... This is wild. No, what's funny is the sheet. It's, it's like, I mean, now, it, yes, apparently, especially if there's dozens of them in the area to it's choose also, from. It's also, why are you putting your wiener places that you don't know what's on the other side of the that's, sheet? That's the thing, man. Come on, man. It's a fetish thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Come on, man. I know. And we have these stories, you know, quite as frequently because tomorrow... If you know, if you guys doubt some of these, like, oh no, that's not real. Oh no, I'm telling this you, stuff happens. Yeah, locally, dude. Here's one. Check this out. Okay. St. Charles Glory Hole, St. Charles Hotel Glory Hole. No D refused. You're going deep. Forty WM here who comes to town for work every couple weeks and so, can host Glory Hole in a hotel room, and it says listing amenities, hand sanitizer available, made of fabric. Oh, so it's so a fabric. Must be a thing. It's a fabric glory hole. So I'm guessing it's maybe it's like a thing that just it's a it's a like a hotel setup. Really? Okay, so this is a 40 year old woman. No, white male. White male. A white male. Of the WM is one. So I could see where the confusion. Ah, 40 year old woman. <laughs> oh, maybe <laughs> he doesn't know. Uh, my, I just assumed my, white male. Dad, I don't think you have the abbreviations of the internet. My naivete right. is right here. Well, the Rizzuto Show Detective Agency is well. Got the case on lock. Well, listen, if you just want to hook up with a dude, just go hook up with a dude. Well, before we move on, too, like, is it is it an imagination thing? I mean, that's got to be it, right? I guess so. Mm -hmm. So, uh, again. Sorry, not a sexual deviant. Rings in the cloud. Hey. What? Well, it's not yucky ums here. Oh, come on. This is a, as far as I'm concerned, if, you're, if all the cards are on the table and you know what you're getting, this is a victimless crime. Yeah, I agree. But... You know, oh, hi, Mark. In the event <laughs> yeah, of no, Tommy Oh, hi, Riz. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I mean, it's not even a crime, though. I mean... Yeah, it's just a key. When it's not a crime, it's not a crime. You know? not, yeah. That's what I mean. But... Oh, right, okay. It's a victimless act. It's not a deviant Oh, act. come just, on. Uh, some people like it's it. It's something yeah. that I do not I don't what? understand. This is for people who are disconnected. They go, I don't want a relationship. I don't want to be knowing people. I just want to get some strain. I want to put my my, to my hog through a hole in the wall, and I don't know what's on the other side. That's exactly like, what they're saying. There's no... So you're basically saying it's like out of sight, out of mind, just physical. Yeah, you think that's a, normal? And it, no, I think it's a kink. Yeah, I, know, I think it it's is. somebody who goes, Get you know here. what? I don't want to have normal sex. Get the f out of here. I don't want to have weird sex <laughs> with this hole over here in the wall. Hey, do you think it's, ah, man, I, I hate I hate to go down and speculate. Is, is it people you think that are wanting to cheat but not have it in their mind? Maybe. Yeah. Like I, like an out of sight, out of mind Literally thing? disconnected from the he, other human in, involved. Maybe that's it, man. You know? hmm. I think there's probably an excitement element too, like a danger and excitement. You know, there's there's a kink there somewhere of like Ooh. a lot of this stuff is in public, by the way. So yeah. if you don't think that's sexual deviancy, then yeah. you're the problem. People like to be uh, voyeuristic or um, what? You're the problem, right? That's normal. Well, it's also criminal. <laughs> it is, yeah, I'm criminal. saying it's in not, a lot of ways. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen. A, I was talking about this last night. All the weird stuff I've seen in my lifetime of sexual things just randomly out in the wild, and I'm going, "What the hell is this?" Well, there's nothing wrong with a little outdoor sex. I don't think you just got to be discreet. I'm talking about the mobile on the run on Clarkson. Well, I'm not saying that's the best place. I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> there's other places. There's other places. Hey, if you want to rent a hotel room and you know put up your fabric sheet glory hole, okay. fine. Thank you for accepting us. Well, we could compromise. I mean, 
Yeah. Gross. Don't you uh, don't you shame me, dude? Oh, I'm shaming. No, I'm not accepting it. Mm. No, you're taking it. We had yeah. sex at the don't gazebo at the Bell Reeve Golf Course at a friend's wedding, and I regret nothing. And that technically was public. Yeah, nobody was around. Don't you shame me for banana eating? Yeah, he's just yeah. enjoying his. You're banana. peeling a banana you, as we're bastard. talking about glory holes. He ate it all in one bite, which I, I thought was a little oh, over the top. It worked out. <laughs> Impressive though. It worked out for everybody. Everybody gets a show. Should I get mine out too? We'll eat up both of our bananas. And, you know, Danny brings up a good point on the instant feedback. A lot of these are, you know, closeted <coughs> gay men. Mm. Yeah, which sucks. They should That, that allow, uh, are pretending they're not. They should be out in the open and loving whomever they wish. So they break the law. So they go to gloryholefinder.com. Now she's eating a banana. What's going on Oh, in come here, on dude? with the bananas. It's Listen, man, I, I just started this vitamin thing, and, and, and they made my tummy okay. hurt. And I just no. I need to eat something right, with it. Okay. And I forgot. You can't wait till commercial break. No one would have known if you didn't make we're it. We're talking thing. about sticking things through holes in hey, the walls. My eyes are up here. A hey, I got hungry. Stop looking at my banana. Uh, one more thing. Look me in the one face. One more thing. One more thing. Um, and you know, I wasn't here Monday for Sex Tom Fun Facts, but this kind of kind of touching upon dating online and stuff like that. So this woman says, I met a guy online claimed to be four years older than he than uh, than me. No big deal. She's 24. So this, this woman writes over the weekend. Met a guy online. He says he's 28. She's 24. No big deal. We're interested in the same things. Got along well. So they decided to go out for a drink. Meet up for a drink. She writes that she went to a bar and was looking for him. Finally spotted him. Looked, uh, looked a lot different than the picture. Hmm. Looked a lot older. She says she went over, met him. <laughs> She says, "Ah, oh, you look you look a lot different than in your picture." He goes, "Ah, oh yeah, those those pictures are a couple years old." Yeah, those pictures are when I was twenty eight. Yeah. yeah, I was in and college. And she says, twenty eight years but ago." But you're twenty eight, right? He's like, "Nah, I'm actually forty two. Okay, Ooh. but age is just a number. I was twenty eight in those photos. That's what I meant. That's what I said. Right. He says, "I'm forty two, but age is just a number." Well, he's technically he is twenty eight. You never he stop. Was twenty eight. <laughs> He's twenty eight. He the has photo. achieved twenty eightness. <laughs> the woman yeah. says, uh, "You know, at that point, she got the ick." She's like, "Ah, I forgot my phone in the in the car," and then she sh- bounced. Yep. That's it. Bounced. Good for her. And she, and she should do that yeah. because he's a liar. Yeah, that's yeah. called lying. Right, that's and and so she, she says, "You know, he messaged me asking where I was. I said I went home." And she's like, "I'm not into older guys or being lied to." Yeah, good. And the guy's like, I I was shallow, and that's why she said she says he wrote to her that she was shallow, <laughs> and that's why he doesn't say his real age. Oh, a professional gaslighter. Uh, yeah, cool. cool. This is starting off great. Yeah, cool you're, guy. You're, you're not a manipulator. And she went on, you know, to ask, "Am I wrong for leaving?" No, don't no. Be silly. This guy sucks. <clears throat> he sucks. He's a liar. Now you're fine. Yeah. Somebody wrote, if age is just a number, then why lie about it? You're not wrong. Good for leaving. Yep. And he's the kind of guy that knows about that website Learn was talking about. Yeah. Red flags everywhere all over this guy. Yeah. And why is he looking for much younger women instead of women his own age if age is just a number? It's a good question. (laughs) Yeah, never (laughs) feel bad about putting your public safety first. Hmm. Yeah, no question. You're right. I met her in public. 
I'm saying it's cool, but it wasn't like they met at a bar. They met at a public place. Never forget about putting your safety first. People will say that you should be polite or whatever, and 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 they might feel it's socially acceptable when when young women are faced with situations where their spidey senses start tingling. It's not the time to be polite. Yeah, get out there, man. Yeah, it's, it's a time to get the hells out of there. Yeah. Don't get mm-hmm. those minutes back. Don't entertain a jackass. I agree. He's like, oh, I guess back to the glory hole. Mm. No thanks. No yeah. time. No, she's right, right? She's yeah. Like, yeah. I hate fake people. Right. I'm going to go take off my makeup and wig. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> hey. Angel, oh, nothing Mark. but a number. It ain't nothing but a number, baby girl. <laughs> God. My God, how old are you, man? <laughs> Says you're 28. 90 years old. 82. There was, oh. there was a uh, local musician in town <clears throat> who I guess was on one of these dating websites. And my girlfriend was on him and she swiped on him. And she goes, you know, so-and-so is saying he's a lot younger than he actually is on here. And it was kind of weird. It was it was weird to see How that. much younger? I don't know. He was younger yeah, than what he, he said he was? Yes. He was saying he was much younger than... What his actual? So let's age say is. he said he was twenty eight. Yeah, but he was really how many like years in his fifties? I don't. It was not that significant. But oh, it was, okay. So five years, ten years. Wait. So he was older than what he was saying. No, he was young. He, yes, he's older than what he was saying. Okay. He was saying he was thirty, and he's actually in his you know fifties. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's pretty. He's nice. like I was a child when I was a roadie for the Guns and Roses back in the eighties. Exactly. 80s. Oh. And so that was kind of weird because it's kind of a prominent person and people know this person. And oh, and what they the were hell saying they were younger than they really are? Yeah. Oops. That was a long time ago. <laughs> Maybe it was a typo. Probably would, not. Would uh, would I know who this person is? Maybe, yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming that is some sort of play to, like, stay in somebody's... Because you set that, right? I've never been on the apps, but you set your age parameters. I've never been on them either. I don't know. Oh, he was doing this on Sorry, the app, on apps? Oh, on yeah, apps. this was on Tinder. Oh, I thought you meant like he was just telling like people. No, no, no. He, you know, oh, Because so it says says your name, you know, it'd be like, yeah. learn, 20, 39, you know. Oh, right. so you could, but you could set like, I only want to see people with it, you know, from 25 yeah, to I guess so. 45. I think you set your age. I'm almost positive. Ooh. So I could see people that are like, you know, in their 40s saying they're 38. So far. Trying to make that. 40 cutoff. Yeah. You try to date people in their 30s. You start talking about 20 years, though. Man, that's a lot. So fun. Also, like, how do you <laughs> make it believable? Right. If you're going to do it, you know, if you're like, you're 42 and you say you're 39, cool. Whatever. If they Can got I pass you. for 35? Yeah. Can I pass for 35? Uh, yeah. Sure, man. If I said I was 35 on the apps and somebody met me. Well, once you started talking, it would be over. Yeah. Yeah. Nashville's for young I guys. Just, if I adjusted my attitude. The yeah. complaining yeah. As soon as they <laughs> met you out at a bar and you're like, it's too loud in here. It's the Team Riz member of the day. All right, Team Riz member of the day is brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill, St. Louis's home for blues hockey. From St. Peter's, Chaston McPeak is our. Yeah, Chaston. Chaston McPeak, what a name. It's a cool name. Chaston is our Team Riz member of the day. Listens to the show every single day. Considers himself a dedicated Riz Vangelist. He has uh, participated in plenty of on-air contests and shares the Riz teachings with his friends every day. He says we always give him something to look forward to when he heads to work. And we keep him in a good mood throughout the day. Loves all the games and segments. Uh, huge fan of both uh, Rafe's E-Memoriam and Matchup with Boom, which we got to play soon. 
Uh, Chaston McPeak from St. Peter's is our Teamers member of the day. Get super sweet Teamers member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up on 057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, it's Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, the real deal for real deals. Since 1976, let Dobbs' team of 600-plus tire techs and automotive service associates care for your family vehicles. Whether you drive a car, light truck, van, SUV, hybrid, or EV, 43 convenient locations all over town. They can help you choose the tires you need. Already sold at the lowest price in town, guaranteed, with options that will definitely fit your family budget. So let the tire and service pros at Dobbs take care of your family vehicles. And be sure to check out Dobbs Money Saver February deals at go2dobbs.com. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nice weather yesterday, spending time out on the deck. My deck, courtesy of Chesterfield Fence Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, I think 2018, the the deck was in in disrepair. And we're trying to put Band-Aids on it. Like, the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a teardown of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um, we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence deck in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention the Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Nice weather yesterday, spending time out on the deck. My deck, courtesy of Chesterfield Fence Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, I think 2018, the the deck was in in disrepair. And we're trying to put Band-Aids on it. Like, the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a teardown of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um, we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence deck in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention the Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? This is Jim Brewer, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. And by the way, happy birthday, Riz. Yeah, take
Take your shirt off. Blow a horn. Good times. All right, welcome back to the Riz Show, presented by the Fast Lane. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails. Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. We'll talk to Chris Kerber later. Also play a little game. Give away some Point Fest tickets. Giveaway tickets to go see Greta Van Fleet. We have Alanis Morissette tickets. Uh, I think uh, a little later on we'll play Beat the King. Oh, maybe. Uh-huh. Beat the King. He's just in oh, there. King, you I'm feeling smart? That's good. Yes. Feeling smart today? Uh, I feel very smart. All right. Are you doing it today, you said? Today. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get, wait. Did you Google stuff? No, I You should. know you need to research in yeah. Google. That's you not did, fair. Yeah, you did good last time we played, so. It's not fair. We're going to play tomorrow, but he overheard us talking about it. Mm. We didn't want to give him an unfair advantage. Over yeah, so today so we're doing beat we're the doing game. it today. Doing it today. Great. That's right. No Googling. No. <laughs> no Googling. No, I think we're, we're, you know, we're a little extra tired today. I'm not tired I at all. feel that everybody's kind of. I'm great. Maybe not at 100%. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like, you know, we've all, uh, we, you know, this is this whole Risho Live thing has taken it out of us. I, I think you're talking for yourself right now. I Are think you this whole Risho okay? Live thing is just sucking the energy out of me. No, man. I got I got so many cool things going on the next two weeks. I am I am pacing myself at a very psychological good rate right now where I feel amazing. And I'm not even on drugs or anything. Wow. <laughs> so that's cool. Good for you. Thank you. That is awesome. Uh-huh. That's exactly what a person on drugs would say. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a suspicious Look. way to end that no. sentence. Uh. Tomorrow, band's playing at the pageant. Hey, you're off on Friday. That's why you got to pep in your step. I know. I'm not here on Friday. Yeah, yeah. And Mostly then next nice. week, we're roasting John Eulett at the Sheldon. And then on Saturday of next week, it's Risho Live. And there's so many cool things yeah. that we're going to do. Mm-hmm. And terrible, gross things that we're going to do. <laughs> on stage to each other? Yes. Oh, yeah. My mother's gonna be there. Your mother, your mother has already participated. My mother is in, gonna. And what the program will be, and what you will see at Racial Live. The disappointment my stepfather is gonna have after March second is gonna be phenomenal <laughs> in my family. I don't think he knows. Jerry has no. You clue think it's what gonna be an uncomfortable ride? I home? think there will be a profound yeah. shift in the family. There will be. My mom's not telling him anything about what she's oh, done. Good. <laughs> so he's going in blind, dude. <laughs> I just can't wait till March 3rd. I've seen the footage. <laughs> it's good. And listen, once we're out there and doing our thing, it'll be fine. Yeah. It's the events leading up to, you know, I make myself crazy. Do you have an outfit picked out? I don't. You got to get on that. Lay it out. No. Try things on. Know what you're going to look like. What's slimming? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Put that in. The- Whoa! Damn, this is what dude. I do. I'm not saying. I was like, that was a self-conscious oh, missile that just got. What? We don't like to look slim. Everybody in this room has an eating disorder. Sighted. Can I just say? Everybody. <laughs> Rafe's been starving himself for about a month. I'm That's having bananas at 6.30. Moon did an ab workout four weeks ago, and he still hurts. self-esteem missile. King Scott's the only person actually taking vitamins. Thank you. You've been drinking a ton of water. I take vitamins. You have. Even today, you said, I feel I've gained some weight. You feel, take vitamins every day. No, I know, but. I feel like you. Something happened to you. You said you fell off the wagon. I and, fell off the wagon. Oh. Show people on the chat this jug. It's probably water. It is weight. the year of water. <laughs> it's it's the year of Aquarius. I drink a gallon of water every day. That thing is that huge. Is moist. And I fit. By the time I go to bed, this is done. Peeing like crazy. Yeah. You also need to get some salt though. 
Oh, my Get some Celtic my sea electrolytes salt and... are fine, Scott. Thank you very much. Well, that way the water absorbs. Thank it you very much, system. Scott. I got this. I'm trying to help. I got this. I'm trying to help you, man. Uh, Nutritionist. You worry about Scott. Okay. I'm done. Your own Scott. Oh, that you. Now, let's do some news. All right. Oh yeah. We gonna do some yeah, news. Fingers. Not the only one hitting the wrong buttons. <laughs> Even our fingers. My fat, fat. fingers. Uh, your news sponsored by Energy Stars Heating and Cooling, preferred partner of Ameren, Illinois, to make your home comfortable and affordable. Now, uh, mixing water with electronics, bad, right? Yeah. Mixing water with electronics, bad. Very bad. Now, if you drop your phone in the water, what do you do? Uh, you're supposed to put it in a bag of rice. Right. So yeah. the, have, have you, has anybody done that before? Yes, and I think well, it worked. This was a long time ago. It wasn't an iPhone. It was before my iPhone days. Maybe it was a BlackBerry or one of them Nokia things. But I swear it worked. Yeah, it did. I wonder if new phones is not good, though. Ah, yes, Apple wants you to stop doing that. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So mixing mixing water with electronics, bad. Mixing water with uncooked rice, good. So what about mixing uncooked rice with waterlogged cell phones? And we've all heard about that, you know, hack about putting, you know, wet cell phones in rice, especially if you've panicked after dropping your phone in the toilet. But Apple's like, ah, please don't do that. Uh, iPhones are more sophisticated, more sophisticated than they used to be. And some can handle certain levels of water. They now have a liquid detection warning that uh, tells if your USB-C port gets wet. Hey, there's not only that, though. Um, isn't there like a mark in there where if you... Oh, if you crack open the back. If you, well, I'm saying if you damage your phone and you go in and be like, ah, you know, I don't know what happened. And it has... There's like a mark in there that tells the, the people that open it up, the Genius Bar folks, if it has had water damage, if it's like your fault. Mm, right? Sure, isn't yeah, it, isn't sure. there something I, like that? I, I, thought, yeah, I thought that's what he yeah. just said. Sure. <clears throat> no, no. Now there's the detection like it'll say like your phone's wet. No, I'm saying like b before. Yeah, if there's I, like a strip that'll be like pink on the inside. Right, and which basically voids your warranty. Yes. Yeah. If I remember right. So there are things you can do, you know, dry the phone with a cloth and tap the phone to gently drain water from the ports. Uh, leave the phone in a dry area with airflow and avoid putting cables inside until it's completely dry. Does it have one of those shake things? It's got the vibrator in it anyway. You know, like your phone? Like your watch? Yeah, uh, yeah. sorry, that's what I meant. Your watch, an Apple watch has like if you get it wet, mm -hmm. you can like shake, it'll, it'll shake, it'll shake itself out. Yeah. Well, but they say, do not insert a foreign object like a cotton swab or a paper towel into the connector. Don't put your iPhone in a bag of rice. Doing so could allow small particles of rice to damage your iPhone. Yeah, come in and buy a new phone. Yeah. That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. Damn it, Steve Jobs. Damn you. <laughs> uh, speaking of tech, has anybody heard of the company Wise? W-Y-Z-E. Yeah, they make the... Cameras and stuff that supposedly aren't being tracked by the big corporations and everything, and Wise. way cheaper prices and yeah, to home security, you know, home security cameras. Yeah. Um, and I believe I it was started by folks that used to work at Amazon, but they claim they didn't like all the super surveillance thing. Well, I was I was on their website. They do have some pretty neat stuff as far as you know home cameras go. Really? Um, and, and, hey, remember when security breaches were just like, oh, your credit card's been compromised or. Your personal information has been sold on the dark web. Well, this seems like a step beyond that. Oh, no. So the smart camera maker Wise told their users that there was a, quote, security glitch last week. 
that let thousands of users see footage from other people's cameras. <gasps> For some, maybe that's, you know, boring footage of the neighbor's dog pooping on your lawn or nothing, nothing at all, maybe. For others, it could have been an invasive look at their entryway, their garage, or even inside their homes and businesses. You know, Wise is blaming the breach on its cloud computing partner, AWS, which supposedly got overloaded and connected data to incorrect accounts. And Wise says uh, they realize this is, quote, disappointing, wow. you know, since their business is security. And they've already added a new layer of verification, so this never happens again. But this is their second, quote, disappointment. Oh, no. Five years ago, a data leak exposed millions of customer email addresses and passwords. So, yep. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, Capital One is buying Discover Financial. So, Capital no One is buying Discover. Hmm. So, are they going to get rid of it? Because I'm sure... People of my parents' age all still have Discover cards. Right? Uh, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. It's, so it's a deal that could shake up the credit card industry. Uh, if approved, the deal's worth $35.3 billion. Wow. And the combined company hopes to compete better with Visa and MasterCard and American Express. Outside of, uh, you know, outside of the, the big business talk, uh, what does that mean for customers of either product? For now, nothing. But eventually it could mean fewer choices for customers. Hmm. Is Jennifer Garner still going to do the Capital One commercials? What's in your wallet? Well, they're buying Discover, so it looks like Capital One's all Love good. Love it. Man. Discover what's in your wallet. Perfect. <laughs> uh, Walmart, they are buying Vizio, the television maker. Dang. Well, they better fix the freaking Wi-Fi cards. Because those Vizios, you have a Vizio? I got like four of them. When I got divorced, those are the only things I could afford for uh, there. divorce TVs. Yeah, they are. I'm, <laughs> they I'm not, the divorce dude, TV. I'm not kidding. Got divisied. Any anybody that got divorced back then owns like, a Vizio. I promise you, your your home's full of Vizios because they were cheap as crap, Hell dude. Yeah. They were the most affordable things that looked okay. <clears throat> Problem is, all the Wi-Fi cards are total garbage, and uh, or you know what whatever system that because uh, it's it's a smart TV. It was like the cheapest smart TV you could get back then. And I was just, uh, my son and I were in the electronics department at Target or someplace. And what do you know? You see these Vizios and they look pretty good. And they're always like two or three hundred yeah, dollars cheaper. I'm not divorced though. But you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You probably have an Apple TV hooked up to it or yeah, something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that because yeah. Yeah. it as a smart TV is not great. It's a good monitor. Yeah, but it's fine. Yeah. It was cheap. It's fine. It's a good cheap monitor. Let me ask you this because Tim, when we got a second TV a while ago, um, he was very serious about it, you know? About Did which the research, one brought one home. I think it was a Vizio. Brought one home, plugged it in, didn't look the way he wanted. Took it back. I mean, these are huge TVs. Mm -hmm. Is that how most of you are? Uh, mine, mine aren't huge. Like I said, it was like they were, they were like on sale. They were like two hundred yeah. bucks for a decent size. I don't own ones. a huge TV. No. Um, I have one, but I bought it used because somebody was moving out of town, and they're like, "Hey, we got this nice TV, and it is the nicest TV in the house, and it's in the basement. This is the only place that it fits." Yeah. And it's not giant. I don't have a giant one. It's probably same size as yours in the basement. Yeah, it's like a sixty something. Like, like a oh, normal. sixty. Dang. No, mine ain't that. It's fifty something. Maybe. Maybe, maybe it's maybe fifty something. something. I don't know. It was, it's a plasma TV. Dang. Wow. Look at you. Don't it's not. It's not that. Throw your silk not, shirt on. It, it's just it's way kidney? obsolete. And one of my kids, I don't know who, one of their jerk friends, mm. threw something, hit the TV, and oh. nobody. I still don't know who it is. Maybe but you could tell where it hit because there's a, a mark. There's a plasma bruise? There's a plasma bruise. <laughs> oh, Gosh, that it. will never never heal. Dude, all I know is we were there and there was something on and, and it was like visibly better than everybody else. It wasn't Vizio. It was Samsung or something. And it was 
this TV was freaking incredible. And then you go up to it, and it is paper thin, dude. Yeah. Like the side, it was like, oh my gosh, you That's can hang really this cool. anywhere. I can't Put this wait. on a ceiling. I think you were the one who brought the electronics <clears throat> convention up from the Vegas convention yeah. last year. CES. And those, those. Um, paper thin, see through. Yeah, the transparent, oh, the transparent right, ones. Yeah, right, I can't right. wait to get one of those. I think that's gonna be really neat. Well, Walmart has agreed to buy Vizio for two point three billion dollars. The uh, transaction will help boost uh, boost Walmart in the world of connected television advertising. I don't know what that means. Well, uh, Walmart I, said the deal will give customers innovative te uh, television and in home entertainment and media experiences. So, so Walmart owns. Which one is it? Tubi or which one? Scott, I thought you knew this. It doesn't. Doesn't Walmart have a streaming service? I think they teamed up, or did they buy Tubi? Well, I'm sure this I is. I thought they teamed up. Yeah, with, this is part of probably part of the plan. So if if they're doing Vizio, then every Vizio, or we'll if, if, if they keep the name, yeah, like it's Their streaming service. It's flagship there. streaming service. Maybe it comes with like a year free, or you get if you get the Walmart Plus membership now, you get Paramount Plus. Yeah, and Pluto. What's going oh, on with these airplanes? Pluto, that's it. Thank you. What's going on with these airplanes? Nothing. What got now? doors falling off. They're just making the news. Uh, last week, uh, like a wheel fell off a plane. People aren't allowed to use the bathrooms on planes anymore. I'm just talking about the planes themselves. Oh. A wheel fell off a commercial flight? Oh, yeah. Nah. Oh, yeah. Nah. Yeah. I, I substitute this reality for my own. Yeah. No wheel oh. fell off a commercial flight. So an alert passenger caused a United Airlines flight from San Francisco to Boston to make an emergency landing in Denver. Uh, Kevin Clark opened up the window shade, and well, I'm going to let Kevin tell the story. Just about to land in Denver with the wing coming apart on the plane. It came apart, we took off in San Francisco, and we're just about on the ground. Can't wait for this flight to be over. Yep. Kevin's Sounds pretty calm, calm for the wing wow. coming apart. Well, clearly it was fine. Well, another passenger, t you know, took a picture of the damage, posted on social media, saying, "Sitting, uh, sitting right on the wing, and the noise after reaching altitude was much louder than normal. Open the window to see the wing looking like this, and it was basically the wing coming apart. Huh. Oh my gosh! How, <laughs> they were going, how panicked should I be? Do I need to tell a flight crew member? <laughs> yes." Oh, There's something we're on in this the together. Oh, yeah. yep. I do. I do have a problem where I'm. I am inspecting the wing. I am a professional wing inspector. Yeah, that doesn't look right, Moon. And this would have made me. I would. I would have ding like the, the, the call button. Mm -hmm. Ding, ding. Excuse me. Yeah, we would have gone through a five minute conversation, and she would have said, "It's okay. I'm gonna go tell the pi pilot." And then as soon as she walked away, I'd go ding. Should shouldn't we just land? Do, yeah. do you need my help? Should Let's we do let the something? Pilot make that call, but just let them know the wing's coming apart. And free drinks for everyone for the remainder of this flight. Well, on a statement, United said uh, United Flight 354 diverted to Denver yesterday afternoon to address an issue with the slat on the wing of the aircraft. Flight landed safety uh, safely, and we arranged for another aircraft to take our customers to Boston. Okay, so it's on the front. Okay, you see, so this is where the uh, the engine is. Yeah. Just above the engine and kind of towards the plane. So you got hit by a bird or something? It's the it's the whatever slat that yeah, the front moves slat. up and down. I, listen, I'm not an aviation expert, oh, I but I know it's not supposed to look like that. Well, I know I don't like all that paper mache flapping around. Mm -hmm. I don't like even knowing that that's in there now. No. Right. Yeah, we know too much. What's the inside of the wing, dude? It's made out of plasterboard or something? Yeah. That's not Hodgepodge cool. and newspaper. I don't know. Doesn't that but, look like cardboard? 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What is that flapping around in there? I don't like it. Thin metal. Like this damage wouldn't make me nervous. It would be the whatever damage comes because it's of It's all damage. of that damage makes me nervous. Oh, that would make me freak out. Are you kidding me? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm if saying you like you saw that on a wing. If it looks like a, a sea creature took a bite out of the wing. <laughs> You'd be like, that doesn't oh, yeah. make me nervous. No, no, no. It's the Plus fallout it, from that. No, no, the would, other I, thing that makes I'm me nervous is there's inspectors that go around and look at the airplane to prove yeah. that it's good for flight. How'd no, they no, no, miss no. that giant thing? They didn't miss that. They said it happened shortly after the, the takeoff. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, okay. something something happened. So, yeah, and, something happened. And you're probably right. Probably They probably hit a bird or something. Yeah. And thank goodness or the bird didn't go in the engine right oh, there. That looks like a bird I strike. think about it a lot, too, when I'm on a plane. I'll look out the window at the wing and be like, I'll look at the little rivets. Yeah, me too. And me I'm too. like, I start having fantasies in my mind of like, what would I do if I just start, start rivets just start popping out? Would I say anything? You ding. Ding. Excuse me. Uh, rivets are popping out. Oh, look at this. Here's a video of the, uh, <laughs> the ground crews. Well, they're not even fixing it. They're inspecting we'll, it. We'll flex seal on there. It'd be fun. They're all just standing around it going, whoa. Well, with all that being Man. said and all these <laughs> things we're hearing about with these air, you know, with these airplanes, uh, American Airlines announced yesterday they are raising the price of the first checked bag to 40 bucks for people that don't prepay online. It'll cost 35 bucks if you pay online during check-in. It was 30 bucks. They've also hiked the price of a second check bag to 45 up from 40. And American Airlines, they're like, oh, we haven't hiked back prices since 2018. Come on, it's, we're due. It's been six years. Mm. Yeah. Dude, they nickel and dime the hell out of you. I was just telling Tina this. Like, I flew back American this week from LA, and I was like, man, it's just so much. Their app sucks. Had to email my boarding pass. You can't just, like, couldn't just get on there and get my boarding pass on the app. And I'm like, they. Everything costs more money. Yeah, yeah. They they gig you for the seat. I tried to change from a exit seat that I already paid seventy extra bucks for to the front because it was open and now the whole row was open. I'm like, I might get the whole row, but for me to just change my seat to a seat that was the same upgrade price, I had to pay again. So I was like, well, I'm not doing that. I told well, you, we're taking a chance yeah. with Frontier going to Dominican. Yeah, dude. And we, we decided. Uh, so we're okay. going to Dominican as well, and we saw that flight. It was the only direct one. And we searched for like three days to try to find something else. It ended up costing us about 200 bucks more, but we're <coughs> we're spending the money to not. Well, when, when all of a sudden, well, you go, oh, man, this 100 bucks a ticket? Whoa! Book? Yeah. Yeah. But then when you get done with all the fees yeah, they add on. Don't bring a toothbrush. Like, do you want to talk <laughs> do, you, do you want to talk to a human? No. When you get no. there, that'll cost you money. Oh. See, I th- I would spend money to not. Yo, there's a to... do you want to talk to a human fee? Uh, yeah. 30 bucks. That's cool. It. I'll save that money. There is a $785 carry-on bag fee. You guys just have the trick is you just got to go to the airport and all your clothes for your vacation. Yeah, dude. Yeah, muffin <laughs> yeah. top out. You know, like the muffin man. Well, last time we flew, you can't even bend your legs. You just fall back into the seat and have someone else strap you in. All Pe- four people of have us tried that, by the way. And what? We've had news stories when people try to wear all of their clothes. Oh, yeah. On, one guy had like heat exhaustion. Yeah, they make him take it off. One guy wanted to pass it out because he had too many shirts on. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, no, last, last time we all flew, it was four carry on bags. It was great. Yeah, that's yeah. how we do it. That's how we're doing it from now on. Oh, I'm not. You're not getting me, airlines. Nah, not I, falling for your. You will games. get me. I, even I got tour, a lot of stuff. I even tour with the, uh, with the the carry on stuff. I got everything down to a pedal board that's this big and goes around my shoulder. It's my purse, and uh, uh-uh, you ain't you ain't charging me for nothing. Mm. And just you know, so so American Airlines jacking up their bag fees. Uh, 
Delta United charged only 30 bucks for the first check bag, 40 bucks for a second. So American is now higher priced than anybody. And it's okay. It's understandable, man. Like now we have to fly. You know, a lot of us are flying for business. We have to fly to get here, to get there, mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. When, when we're talking about the heyday of like the 70s of commercial flights, it was always place. about like convenience. Like what can the airline do to make your ride amazing well, and get airlines you there. made a ton of money from bag fees. Back in 2022, they made $6.8 billion. Damn. They got us. On baggage fees. They oh. got us. That's why we're Not RVing this spring, Not baby. Not all of us. Woo! Not me. Uh-uh. Yeah, this is, the baggage fees has gotten so out of hand. That's why I only take private jets now. Mm -hmm. this Dude, is a little, just, yeah. just on travel expenses, we're saving almost six grand. That's just great. On, by, by RV and Yeah, but then you're going to Disney, and that'll, that's, that's... Well, we wouldn't be able to go. It's not true. Are you the if, sole driver? Is Mal going to drive too? No, I'm driving. Okay. I I, I love driving I big vehicles. Do. I got the CDL. It's okay to say you I, don't trust your wife driving. Wow. And I don't trust my wife driving. She could do it. No, she could totally do it, but I want to. And she doesn't want to. I want to do that. I haven't. My stepdad has an RV. I've yeah. never driven it, but I'd like to. Oh, it's so much fun. I, I love it. She she actually we're the perfect couple because she loves passenging, and I do love driving. When we when we uh, got that RV when we went out to KC, I drove it from, uh, I'm right at my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I drove it to go, return it. I hated it. Yeah, that was a. Uh, those are a little, a little bit more difficult. I think. I like the big old Hated movies, it. man. I liked them. I like this thing. I never want to drive this again. Mm. We're renting a Super C, so it's basically like that, but bus size. Yeah, no thanks. Ah, woohoo! Love it. Plus, in an RV, you don't if you're tired, just pull over. You, you got a bed. Yeah. You don't have to have like thirty people well, driving. It's not a Corolla. When I was returning it, so I'm driving down 55, mm -hmm. and I got I got people honking at me. Because you're so cool? <laughs> no, because some jerk left the back open. I didn't know. Like the back. The back door? The One back these door. Jerks? Like the. No. Oh, yeah. The, oh, the storage door. The storage the door oh, was okay. wide open. <laughs> That's on you. No, it wasn't. Don't you some jerk yeah, you nothing. Do, you oh. you do, do not the get in the bus and, unless you do the full check mm -hmm. and your bus is secure. That's right. You got to go 360 you? around the whole damn thing How could you be blaming dicks? What do you mean? <laughs> Somebody left it open. That's not how this works. It I works you were that the way. captain. Yeah. I'm the, not the captain anymore. <laughs> and uh, finally, uh, speaking of flying, uh, solar eclipse on April 8th. Oh, God. Everybody, Wait. my my mother is all over the solar eclipse. Everybody's going to Carbondale. We're all staying at SIU, the yeah, dormitory. Dude. Yes, yes, yes. Dude, I love it. insane. It's the path of totality. Which goes cl close to here. Yeah. Do you still have, have a show. Don't we still have something? Uh, and, um, it's it's uh, got to be in here. It's I think here. it may be in there. In here. The it's path of totality? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we yeah. had a thing. Throw it over there real quick. We we've got a thing. No, I think I may have. What was it, 2018, the last one? The good one? We're going to try to rent a cabin down there. 2018? You guys Yeah. Yeah. We were still at the old station, so we moved. Path of totality. Yes! God, it's been activated. It was definitely the most money any Carbondale Airbnb has ever rented out for. Oh, yeah. Like I remember was... Ozzy did a concert down there. Ozzy Osbourne mm -hmm. did Bark of the Moon during Right the... as the eclipse was happening? Right as the eclipse was happening. So cool. cool as hell. I know. Anyway. I, here's what I know is we stood in a parking lot at Hot Shots down in South County with a whole ton of people that said that they didn't care. And then when it happened, they were like, this is freaking Awesome. Did they look at it without glasses? No, all no, of us we were all out there. Our... Uh, we were nerding out. It was wonderful. I so have was... a show in Litchfield, and I don't know. The lady asked me, she's like, do you want to go up before or after the eclipse? You're the headliner. Mm. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know the right answer to that. Like, do I wait till after so everybody's seen the thing they came to see and they're chill? Or do I? 
is following an eclipse a really bad idea? Like, people are going to have the spiritual moment, and I'm going to tell my dumb fart jokes up there. <laughs> I don't know the answer. I think I chose after. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, let that solar eclipse open for <laughs> That's you. That's right. Then. I go, yeah, I think the sun and moon can open for me. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Well, anyway, so solar eclipse happening on April 8th. Uh, it's going to be a spectacle. And we'll get it partially here in St. Louis. But uh, Delta Airlines wants you to view it from the air. Of course, with your safety glasses on. So Delta has planned a flight from Austin to Detroit that will spend as much time as possible directly within the... Rizzuto oh, show. Oh, Damn it. Come on. Oh, come on. No. <laughs> to press oh, the yeah. button. No. That's, that's crazy right button. there no. in that time. No. <laughs> Shawnee Cave Total Solar Eclipse Festival. Guys. <laughs> What's that? Murfreesboro. <laughs> Camping down in Shawnee? Camping. Oh, man, that would be April so 5th through the 8th. sick. Yeah. Old but are we going to. Is there really going to be a big earthquake? That's what a. Uh, well, the conspiracy thinks. Oh, yes, that. of course. Yes, it's all going to happen at the same time. Because it's hitting that X, and it's right by... Anyway, spending as much time at, in the path of totality yeah. is what I meant was... to play. <laughs> so it's going to... Yeah, the flight is going to go from Austin to Detroit, spend as much time as possible directly within the path of totality of the eclipse. Uh, the flight will follow the path of the eclipse so that passengers will be in near darkness in the middle of the day for the entire flight. Cool as hell. Whoa. If you're an AV geek or a solar nut. I am a solar nut. <laughs> this solar is the flight. <laughs> solar nut. This is the flight for you. Who doesn't love a good solar nut? Uh -huh. you know? I love it. Post-solar nut clarity is really important. Uh -huh. It is. I like to smoke a cigarette. After your, after look at that. your look solar. At that. After my solar nut. That's going to be great. April 8th. What day of the week is that? April 8th will be a... Monday. Monday. Good we're move. off. We're going to take off. Yeah, well, I think day. we're going to take off. Oh, yeah, I think it's... We're taking off that day? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're this close to the path of totality? I'm writing it down. No, we're not taking off. Oh. Yes, oh. we've got to. What wait, wait, what, what time? over here. What, what time is this hitting? I'm going to be off. No, you're coming to work. Everybody has to work. I, can't, I, I literally have a show. Where? In Litchfield. That's right In down Carbondale? The road. Yeah, you're down going the road. down there again? It's 45 minutes. What time's the eclipse? Four o'clock. Uh, maybe I can't. Two o'clock. It's afternoon. Yeah. I'll it's noon. Then. Were you going to Litchfield, you said? I didn't read the details. No, that was last time. <clears throat> yeah. I think it's Litchfield, Illinois. How far away is that? It's a couple hours. 30 minutes. Oh, it is? No, I thought it was oh, yeah. like 50 minutes. It's like by Springfield, Missouri, it's or Illinois. this side of Springfield, right? Oh, yes. man, that's not in the, yeah. the, in the path of totality. You're close. Detroit. 50 minutes. I'm in the path of kind of totality. Of partiality. Uh, yeah, of almost ality. partiality. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I mean, it's just I mean, south look, of here. I'm insane. You can go down to, uh, it looks like Cape is right in the middle, too, huh? Why would you have a show on a Monday? Because of the eclipse. It's an eclipse. Because this yeah. is it's a big event. deal. Duh. There's like bands and it's a big event. Like there's a bunch of people going to watch the eclipse at some big, I don't know where it's at. Let me look. Are you going to the Solar Eclipse Fest in Shawnee? Wow. Oh, Farmington's kind of in it too? Eclipse viewing event. Mount Vernon. Effingham darn near is in the, uh, the path of totality. Oh, this is going to be great. We got a day off. We're, we're not taking out the there. day off. We are. We're all going to be in Murfreesboro. We're not taking the day off. What are you talking about? Just let us have an extended weekend. Oh, Poplar weekend. Bluff is right. I mean. I'll, I'll be in Poplar Bluff. I won't be able to make it back. Poplar here. Bluff is, I mean, 
That is damn near Central Line a total eclipse. Everybody's off work across the region. It's an all-day event from 11 to 7, live comedy and music. And it is in Litchfield at the Litchfield Skyview Drive-In, the historic Route 66 Skyview Drive-In. It's 52 minutes away. On the 8th? On the 8th, yes. Hmm. 52 minutes away. I guess I'll turn it down since it's not in the path of totality. I'll cancel. I've never been to a drive-in. Oh, no. I'd be like, I'm not doing some. You've no. never been to a drive-in? I'm not doing some Dude, peripheral. I grew up next to one. I had a Ford no, behind I, one. I want, uh, the, the I want boots on the ground so in Litchfield. Cool. Thank you. I you appreciate do, that. You ever do a drive-in? Yeah. Man, it was it, it was the coolest. I saw um, Doc Hollywood. No, Doc Hollywood? Wait. Doc what? Hollywood with Michael J. Fox? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And and Hot Shots, the original. Oh, yeah. When, that, when those first came out, it was a double showing at the Route 66 drive-in, which is now like a schnooks. Uh, on Watson. I nice. had a fort right behind it. I grew up like a block from yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And I uh, had a fort behind it. So I saw probably like 12 movies, but oh, I only heard two of them. Right. Those are the ones that I paid for. That's cool. But man, it was it was the coolest, dude. All Having right. a drive-in in your neighborhood. Let's calm down, best. everybody. Sorry, man. It's Let's the calm path down. of totality. The, I know energy. the eclipse is coming up. Let's relax. We're, uh... That's when the nanobots... We're a ways away. That's when the nanobots yeah. are going to kick in, dude. Yep. I'm going to be on... a month away. That's when Bill Gates... Yeah. Turns on the nanobots. In our vax, all of our vaccinations going to get activated uh -huh. with the Walgreens With the fringes. Walgreens freezers. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Yeah, everything's going to sync up. I love the imagination. The Walgreens people. fridges, Bill Gates, and the nanobots <laughs> all coinciding with the eclipse on the, on the April 8th. Some serious I think stuff. the path of, the, of totality is the only safe place. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're right. Everyone that's within that band Everybody with, will that's survive. Within, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully I'll be in the partiality and I'll get like superpowers. Kind of like yeah, you'll be fine. I'm right in that window cave. of like radioactive spider, you know, that'll be tight. Like I'll have control over the nanobots because I'll only be partially affected. Right. That'll be tight. Woods Basement Systems, the all things basementy experts. Right now you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here and that means rain and wet soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time, they get better with Woods. Remember I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard and Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement tea experts at Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at go2dobbs.com. You'll find deals 
deals, you could use Money Saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on GoToDobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Tom Green and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Hi, welcome back to The Riz Show presented by The Fast Lane. And people are passionate about this. Um... I guess you go along generational lines, you know, genre of music, but stand or sit at a concert. Does it depend yeah. on who's yeah, playing? Yeah, it depends on the concert. It does. I've yeah. sat at a number of shows, and I've stood at a number of shows. What do you prefer? I prefer to stand. Oh, you do? I like to dance. But, you know, like if people around me aren't into it and they're sitting down, I'm not going to be the jag bag that's Yeah, I'm, when it comes to standing and sitting at a concert, I'm a follower. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with the crowd. But if there's a song, I prefer to have to. You don't really have a choice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there are. That's not true. There are people that everyone will be sitting, and they'll be like, "I always get the stander in front of me." Like during a slow jam, it won't be like the kind of concert where you should be standing. And I'll, I'll, I'll go. Ah, I guess we're standing. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll yell that. It's like that at a game too. Like when you go to a football oh. game, there's people that'll stand the whole game, and I'm like, let's sit. Stand when stuff's cool yeah. or big moments. Oh, I'm like, I want to stand for four hours. At the soccer stadium, now everybody's standing. It Were they all standing on, yesterday? It depends on where you're sitting, dude. That's brutal. It depends. It depends on the Everybody game. Everybody stood. The two games I went to, everybody stood. That's and then I got yelled at. Chairs. No, no, no. no. In the supporter support section. section. Uh. And I got yelled at for sitting on the back of the seat. Hey, stand! Yeah. There's chains on the chairs. What do you mean? In the supporter section, they chain the seats up, so you have to stand. That's where the flag waving goes. And yeah, the, that's only on that one. It's only on stand. the one side. It's very medieval. Mm-hmm. Chain, put the chains put the chain on the on seat. The chair. No, I've been to multiple matches. A few of them I've stood, and a few of them I've sat. No, I've just depends the, on the where you The games I've gone to last year, I, 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 it was understood that everybody's standing, and if you sit, you will be shamed. Yeah. <laughs> but chaining the seats is like. You're forcing mm-hmm. your fans to be. It's just that one section, though. Yeah, it's, it's you're, still weird. You're like it's understood. Dumb. You're catching it wrong, but. Nah, that sounds dumb to me. <clears throat> the well, time I, we don't want. I you like know. options. That's why I'm not going. There. I, trust me. If I go in my seats chained, you won't have me there. Let me I'll say this: gone. I went to Aerosmith in 2017 to Vegas for the residency. Paid a big old, you know, my mom, my aunt, my cousin, and I. We all flew out there. Mm-hmm. We got decked out. You know, we looked good. New outfits. We got glam before. We paid a ton of money to go see them. We stood up the entire time, and we were on the balcony, the very edge. People were screaming at us to sit down. All right, I'm going to give you some shows. <laughs> hey, listen, if you're at a Travis Scott or a Metallica concert, you're standing. Yeah. Well, you're going to stand the whole time. Hey, we sat at Metallica, and it was pretty tight. I'm saying, I honest. sat at Metallica. 
Not, yeah, not but we the whole were not time. in the crowd. We sat, no, but we sat for a minute, and it was kind of nice to take a little load off. But we were not, I, I mean, no yeah, pun we intended. were in a box. Fine. Ooh, cool. We had a bottle of Jack in the back. We were in a box, we and a we were day. having yeah, a great a lot time. going on up there. It was a lot going on up there. Uh, but if you look at the seats, everybody was standing. Okay. Hall of Notes. You're probably sitting some of the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Speak for yourself, brother. <laughs> Air Supply is playing River City uh, in two days. Mm -hmm. Are we standing or sitting? Probably sitting for that one. Yeah. <laughs> Bring a What's blanket, take three? a nap. I'm all out of love. Ooh. I'm so lost without you. I'm up. Is it Yacht Rock? Yeah. Well, then I'm sitting on a yacht. What's the second air supply song? <laughs> I'm all out of love again. <laughs> I'm still out of love now. Uh, all right. Keep checking Olivia back. Rodrigo, standing. Standing. Tim McGraw. Standing. I feel like he's a guy who will get people on their feet. Yeah. When you go skydiving, do you get that song on? That's, mm. man. All right, so everybody's crazy. standing at Tim McGraw at Enterprise on March 22nd. Yeah, I'm standing because I want to look at his abs and I can't see over the people in front of me. So Star Wars, the last Jedi in concert at the Stiefel. Sitting. sitting. We're sitting. Yeah. We're sitting for that one. Uh, Writing. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to go through some shows. I'll tell you what, man. Yo-Yo Ma at the Stiefel. Oh, uh, that's I'm, I'm on my feet, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm floating. I'll tell you what, dude. So I saw you two, the 360 tour in Bush Stadium. And it doesn't matter where I was in that tour, I, you know, in that stadium, I was standing. But seeing you two at the Sphere, I was sitting. Everybody was sitting. I wanted to sit. Not everybody was sitting. There was a few gals that were dancing next to us, but we were sitting because it was just so much to take in that you got to kind of just sit back and let your brain Zach do Zach Bryan, Enterprise. Everybody standing for that one? I'm probably sitting down. Zach you know, Bryan? I feel really old whenever it's a seated show and then you get a real banger that comes on and then I'm like, woo, I'm like, woo, girl, I'm up. And I'm dancing, and nobody else is. I, that is how I felt the, my oldest ever. Is New that kids on the experience. block. Are we standing or sitting? Oh, Wait, we right? are standing. You feel old for dancing? Yeah, like if everybody, I feel like I'm some sort of. If everybody's sitting around you? Yeah. Wait, wait, so, I mean, because you feel like you're. I feel like a weird middle-aged white <laughs> chick or something. Yeah. I don't know. So who's like looking Elaine? for attention? Yeah, what? I'm feeling the music. You so, know? When you, so when you stand up and do the Elaine, how, long, how many seconds does it take for you to be, like, self-conscious about it? Immediately. Oh, really? But you're going to push through anyway? Yeah, I'll still do it. <laughs> all right. You know what I'm talking about. That's all that matters. <laughs> uh, new kids were standing? Yeah. Uh, and we were crying. Hootie crying? the Blowfish. Oh, come on, man. We are up. Really? Hootie <clears throat> is getting us up. I'm standing in the parking lot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I'm standing in my yard <laughs> while I cut the grass. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. I think I want to go to Hootie and the Blowfish. $25 uh, to park here. Chicago. We are up, and so is everybody's parents. Oh, everybody's awake. Especially yeah. the 80s. I feel like we're sitting for that. I feel like we may be sitting for Chicago. At least for the David Foster <laughs> Kind of a mix. I've been to Chicago. I think we may be standing and sitting. Yeah, we're on the lawn, it's though. A mix. But Depends yeah, there was a mix. Some songs were standing, some songs were sitting. Mm -hmm. uh, Green Day were probably standing, right? Creed were probably standing. Pink, are we standing for Pink? Oh, yeah, dancing. Pink is pink, playing the dome. Yeah, yeah. You're, st you're standing for pain. Did you say that was such an incredulous tone? I. She's very talented. I, I'm. I'm not uh, taking away anything from her talent. Are you, stand are you standing for Creed? Where are they playing? The amphitheater. Creed's playing the amphitheater. Dude, come on, man! I, I bet you a lot. There's gonna be a lot of people sitting, dude. For sure. Last time, yeah. uh, it wasn't Creed, but it was Three Doors Down. So it's you know next 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 best thing. And it was like a whole bunch of standing to a point, and then the rest was sitting, and could, it was like totally appropriate. It I made could sense. See people in the lawn getting into. 
mosh pits over Creed, like some of the heavier Creed songs that we have not been able to have live in so long. Lawn pits? I can see the oh, pits yeah. being down in the pit pits. No, no, I'm talking like Dude, 1999. Some I didn't say they did. <laughs> like I could see it. But it's an hour of hits. And it's, you know, it's it's that. It's, My it's, shirt's wide open. Right. So you're telling me that. So like the prime demo is a 45-year-old feller uh, who, yeah, played, my who, who played guitar for about a year and a half in high school. And, uh, right. And, it, you know, like wants to air guitar it, but doesn't want to stand for that whole thing. We standing for Usher? I don't know. Uh, did we? Probably, yeah. That's a dance That's a dance that's a show. Journey Def Leppard. We're up, yeah. We're up. Uh, the last Def Leppard show and Journey show at Bush, everybody's standing. It depends Everybody's on standing. my seats. We're on the floor. If you're on the floor, you're standing. Yeah. If you're if you're far back, like way back and yeah, up, you're sitting. If, yeah, sorry at to the tell stadium, you. I think some. Sorry to tell you. Yeah, the yeah. last time I saw Metallica at the, at the stadium, I think my seats were. Didn't I sit with you? We we sat pretty far back. We were pretty up, and I remember sitting half the time for Metallica. Remember it was raining. Oh yeah, Bush. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we were pretty far oh. away from the stage, dude. And I remember sitting, maybe most. My of feet show. were wet, and I was miserable. I had a cute dress on at that show, and that was a regret. I did thing. too. Oh, Sam, are we sitting for Santana? Yes. Yeah, because brother. I'm taking that in, dude. Moonflower, just. We're sitting for we're sitting for Barry Manilow too, right? Yeah, we're not even at Barry Manilow. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't get the yeah. ticket. You get, for yourself. You get yelled at for standing at Barry. Yeah, yeah. If you're standing at Barry, like, hey. Get down! <laughs> you are definitely getting yelled at. This is Manilow country. The Glenn Miller Orchestra, you were sitting for that. Hmm. All right. My knees hurt. Glenn Miller Orchestra. I don't know what that is. Where is that playing? The Glenn Miller Orchestra? Uh, oh, we're standing somewhere for over Biscuit, the right? English Channel, right? Uh, uh, Limp Biscuit for sure, dude. Yeah, we're, I, I want to go to that. Limp Biscuit? Oh, yeah. I'm there. Yeah, yeah. When? Where's that? It's at the amphitheater. It's the amphitheater. And I think oh, it's on a there. Saturday. Oh, we'll take yeah. the next day off. I'm going to be there. 18th. I'm going to be. What is July 18th? You know what? Nothing's going to matter. Wherever. It doesn't matter where I'm standing. I'm like, it's just going to be me and the band and I'm rocking out in my basement. Oh, I lie. It's a Thursday. Oh, uh, hey, July 19th, huh? Three-day weekend. Can we, if we all go, can we put like a, we'll do like a little Riz party in the lawn? Hey, if yeah. we are. Well, that's what I'm saying. I want, like, nobody's going to be able to talk. Here's a new deal. I, I'm going to be <laughs> zoomed, just zoned. I don't, I'm going to, I'm going to be a lane dancing. I'm, I'm not going to be going to take the next day off for a show. If, yeah. we're gonna t- if it's a weekday show and we're taking the next day off, we all have to go together. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. I love this yeah, yeah. friendship. Riz show field trip. Yes. This Let's is a friendship. Pa- this is a friendship. And we, and yes. we have to do it. And if they're playing anything yeah, on three dollar bill, y'all leave me alone. Just let me sing, okay? Right. Oh <laughs> no, we're going. <laughs> you are my count no, we're going to let me out. You won't. Yeah, I can't wait. It's gonna be so much fun. <laughs> All right, today is uh, February twenty first. Back in the day, one hundred fifty eight years ago, eighteen sixty six, a day you're probably celebrating today. Uh, Lucy B. Hobbs became the. Go ahead, learn. Calvin and Hobbes. Yes, nope, very first good. First female dentist. That's oh. that's a sentence, by the way. Look, just because I'm female, I don't know Lucy all B. the Hobbs. first females. Okay, <laughs> that's not how this works. Quick, hide, put on a disguise. Lucy, be Hobbes. Yeah, pretend to be a dentist. Uh, 146 years ago, 1878, in New Haven, Connecticut, the first telephone directory was issued. Contained 50 numbers, 11 homes, 38 businesses, and the police department. 77 years ago, 1947, Edwin H. Land. Demonstrated the first self-developing instant camera. It produced a black and white photograph in 60 seconds. He called it... The Polaroid. Polaroid. 
Six yeah. seconds later, he invented instant amateur pornography. Yes. <laughs> First analog dick pic. For real. Have you guys ever seen the uh, Banger Sisters movie with Goldie Hawn and Susan Sarandon? Because they play these groupies from the 60s and 70s who had Polaroids of all, like Jim Morrison's penis and everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much fun. So yes. much fun. 76 years ago, 1948, NASCAR was founded. <laughs> 56 years ago, 1968, the minimum annual salary for Major League Baseball players became $10,000. This year, it's $700,000. Uh, 43 years ago, 1981, Dolly Parton's What Song hit number one on the pop chart. What year? What year? 1981. Uh, nine to five. There you go, Scott. Very good. Hey, you said 1968, right? The minimum annual salary for Major League Baseball players, 10 grand. I'm going to see what that is. Because we were looking at, um, yesterday we were watching Mad Men, and they were talking about a salary. Uh, $5,000. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is that in 1958 or whatever it was? And it was $54,000. Okay. So $10,000 in 1968 uh, is equivalent to the purchasing power of? hundred. dollars in 2024. Okay. Uh, 36 years ago, 1988, Jimmy Swaggart confessed to his congregation <laughs> that he had sinned. I have sinned yeah, against you, my have- Lord. Sand. Which guy? Jimmy Swagger. Swag. He uh, fornicated with a uh, with a prosty with a streetwalker named Deborah Murphy in a motel. Deborah Murphy. Murph. Murphy. 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 She described Swagger as cheap and quick. Mm. Hmm. Thirty-two years ago, nineteen ninety-two, Christy Yamaguchi won the Olympic gold medal in women's figure skating. That same day, the Gooch. Stop or my mom will shoot hit theaters. Never seen it. Sylvester Stallone. Still Getty. Named Stop or My Mom Will Shoot as the film he most regrets doing. It was a buddy cop comedy with uh, Stallone and Estelle Getty. Uh, clearly not a career highlight. So in a 2006 interview, Stallone says, yeah, that is that is the one. Stop or My Mom Will Shoot it was the number one answer which movie you regret making. Hmm. Uh, he also named Oscar. Yeah, I was about to... Bring that one up. Get Carter, uh, Driven Detox, and Rhinestone as his... Rhinestone was also on my mind. I, honestly, <laughs> as his stinkers. Wasn't there a Billy D. Williams when he did Nighthawks or something like that? Oh, was? I don't know that one. Billy D. Williams yeah. from Star Wars? He was just in town he yesterday. Was in here, yeah, he was at Chaminade hmm. talking about his book. You guys ever do this where you see the old people and like the old lady in that movie and then like the old lady in The Wedding Singer... And they're kind of like your movie grandmas, and you know they're dead probably. You don't want to, like, look it up. She, I, I think she died recently, though. The little old lady from the Wedding Singer? old lady from Wedding Singer. I love her. Well, that was the crazy thing about Estelle Getty when the Golden Girls was out. Mm-hmm. She was the youngest. Out of all of them? Out of all of them, and they aged her up. Hmm. She played the mom. Was she the youngest or one, or not the oldest? She was the youngest. Huh. She was younger than Betty White, uh... B. Arthur and I forgot the lady's name. He plays. Blanche. It's Rue McClanahan. McClanahan. Wow. Thank you. I knew you'd know. Jeez, Sugar. Guy. I knew you'd know Sugar. Uh, and 21 years ago, in 2003, the movie Old School oh, the hit theaters. Frank the Tank. And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. I remember going to an advanced screening of Old School and just coming back and telling everybody at work, like, "Oh my God, I I saw." One of the funniest movies of all time. Really, dude, I must have been in the wrong place because it, like, 
I, I remember going, wow, that was good, but man, that was overhyped. Oh, like, man, that hit me that right. the funniest thing on earth. Luke Wilson's such a cutie in that movie. That movie hit me right. Well, if you went to the screening, you probably saw it before everyone else, so it was really fun, you know? And by the time some of us saw it, it might have been weeks into theater. Yeah, I caught it post-hype, for sure. The, at the very beginning with Juliette Lewis, when she's having that three-way with their blind. I'm here for the gangbang? Yes. God, hilarious. That's <laughs> the director. Yeah, Todd Phillips. Right, Todd is it Phillips. really? That's Todd great. Phillips is now making the Joker movies and serious movies. Yep. Good. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. And it's brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best, flush the rest, brighthouseco.com, 636-600-0188. I know this is a David Lee Roth program, but we have to talk about... <laughs> Sammy for a second. He's going to bring cool. his I'm, circle. I'm team Sammy. Don't I know forget. you are. Uh, Sammy's going to headline a second Rock Legends cruise aboard the Royal Caribbean's Independence of the Seas, which departs from Miami on Thursday. This is the 11th cruise, and joining Sammy will be Billy Gibbons, uh, Rick Springfield, Brett Michaels, Collective Soul, Jefferson Starship, Canned Heat, and many others. All of the acts are going to do three shows in a variety of venues on the ship, and all proceeds from this sold-out cruise are going to the Native American Heritage Association, which is pretty cool. It's a nonprofit dedicated to fighting hunger and providing basic life necessities to families on reservations in South Dakota. Should we Dakota. go a little behind the scenes? You want to go a little behind the scenes on the Royce show? Okay. Now that I think enough time has passed, we can talk about it. What? So we had a Riz show cruise oh, all yeah. planned out, ready to go. Mm. Okay, that was going to be a big announcement that was going to be had at the end of January. Yes. Yep. I just want to say RIP Riz show cruise. It's over. Because Everybody take a drink. The Rest ship, in peace. Well, the ship has sunk. Two things happened. Number one, Learn wasn't going to go. And that was fine. And that was fine. Because, because you guys could have all bunked together. There were going to be two rooms. No, no. We, we had more rooms. Oh. There were. Well. All the rooms were worked out. Like, I was I getting was the captain's going. quarters. We all knew miss that. You miss out. Dude, I'm telling you, it's so You fun. know what? I know, man. It's just one of those things that I will not be peer pressured into doing in this lifetime. I'm not going on a cruise ever. Okay. Ever. So, and we had, you know, and the, the, the cruises to go and just without us. And it was like a 90s music cruise. It was everybody from Collective Soul. It's like the Gin Blossoms. Digital it was, Underground. It was, Digital it was all going to line amazing. up. Yeah. It was all going to line up. Oh, but what happened? We couldn't get the insurance. I know. Like it was an insurance issue. Damn you, uh, insurance! What no, a, I'll tell you what it is. What a square-ass like reason a for thing. an alternative rock station to yeah. i tell you what it is. It's idiots. Who can't handle their booze? Mm-hmm. Who wind up jumping off balconies? Yeah, breaking ru- legs, ruining. And the for station doesn't want to be held liable. Yeah, that's what that's what that's what happened. So all you you know you drunken idiots out there, yeah. who are like, oh, let's see. I tell you to drink what to do. Look what you've done. Look you, what you've done. You ruined it before it even started. Right. Look what you've done. I'm telling. We had it. We were ready to roll. I know. We were ready to roll. I bought a new speedo. He got a new speedo. I already bought Dramamine and one of those bracelets you put on so you don't get seasick. Yep. I bought new floaties. Wow, really? My Speedo looked like the cups from the malls back in the 90s. Really? You know what I'm talking about? The white with the blue and the, and the pink and the... You, you know what I'm talking no, about. No, we were ready to go. Oh, come on. And just, it was, hey, Pull bad news. Can't get insurance. Can't get insurance. I know. I'm glad they tried really hard for that. Come on, man. They really did. You, you know this. You know this design. This represents the 90s oh, mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got one of those at a Speedo? Where well, it looks like the blue cup from the 90s? No, I just in all got honesty, Scott, they really did work their butts off to Hopefully try to get, like, here at the too. station. Yeah. Okay. Like, locally here, they worked their asses oh, off. Oh, yeah, I know here. I know here. Uh, it wound up being a corporate thing. And yep. that design right there supposedly was created at the Solo Cup plant there in Springfield. No way. 
right. By a lady. The jazzy 90s design? Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Man. I'm sorry. R.I.P. Or Dixie Cup. Sorry. You weren't going to go anyway, so it doesn't matter to you. No, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, the Beatles have entered the arena of biopics, but like everything with the Fab Four, there's a twist. They've given approval, licensed their music for making four distinct theatrical feature films, one from each member's point of view. So it wouldn't be just all-encompassing about the Beatles. It would be four different what a cool, biopics. What a cool concept. Very cool. Um, British director Sam Mendes, who's done work with American Beauty, 1917. He's a legit Skyfall, director. Spectre. Um, he conceived the idea. We'll direct each one with the goal being to have four intersect to tell the story of the band. So there will be a commonality of all four as they get done. That will What a cool idea. Super cool What a idea. great, what a huge undertaking. Who would you see first? For each member, Ooh. yeah, you got. I, I would. I'm a huge Beatles fan. I love the Beatles. Yeah. Uh, who'd you? Who's, who would I? Oh, who's one would I want out one first? one would you see? Uh, George Harrison. Probably. Are they gonna do? Are they gonna release them all at once? Which would be awesome. It will be released 2027. So it but sounds like they will once. all go. Yes. Wow. I would see George first. I would too. George was my favorite Beatle. Yeah. Same. I think Ringo's will be. Yeah. I bet there's gonna Nobody's be some serious ones, and then it'll be Nobody's comedies. Ringo's. And Ringo has done some goofy movies, and I bet they're gonna. Have some fun with that. Hey, maybe we just go on this cruise without the cruise being a cruise. You know, let's just go. Let's us four. Let's just yeah. let's no. just go. Yeah, we'll take yeah, some microphones. Not, let's I, just I, go I've floating. Let's just go to the Huzza. I lost. I, I I'm not Cruza on the Huzza. I'll play Collective Soul for you in your I'm mm-hmm, lost in your quarters. What were we gonna say, Rafe? Then I think Ringo's feelings are going to get hurt when these movies come out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, peace and love. When peace the numbers come out, out <laughs> I do not think the one of the two surviving members is going to love <laughs> the numbers. All right, guys, the numbers when they are come in. in box office weekend, I don't think Ringo's going to like the numbers. What do you think America's going to go see? Which John. Oh, John first? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Paul and John. Well, of course, Paul and John, but who... Who over? Who who is the overlord? I think J- yeah. if Paul McCartney John. is still alive in 2027, people will go see John's first. If he yeah. dies between now and then, they will go see Paul's. Hey, don't put that out there. Hey, Watch. Come on, you're I think the opposite of that. Mouth. You think George? <gasps> I think the Sorry. only thing that would you? put. No, I just think the only thing that might put McCartney over is that he is still alive. People might be, but I, if all things considered, if they're gonna go see John Lennon's, because it's like, yeah. Because he's more mysterious. You know. There's, you know, there's. People, he's a martyr. Yeah, people want to see more. Dad um, Young. The guy gone. Yeah. Jelly Roll is apo- apologizing for missing out on the People's Choice Awards, where he won for Male Country Artist. Which, by the, the way, I don't know if you know this or not, but the People's Choice Awards are my favorite. Those are you watch. Well, no, because oh. we get to choose. Yeah, oh, people, yes. The people. We ultimately get to choose. Well, here's Jelly Roll talking about where he was when he wasn't there to accept. We won a People's Choice Award for the Mill Country Artist of the Year. Voted by the fans, baby. Y'all have never let me down. Thank you. I'm sorry I wasn't there. Here's the truth. I'm actually standing in the juvenile courthouse right now. I just walked out of the juvenile facility. We partnered with the Beat of Life to bring a music program to the kids. This has been on my calendar for a long time. I promised these kids I was coming. I had to honor my word. I hate I wasn't there, but don't take me not being there as a sign of anything other than love and respect and me trying to do better for my community, baby. Well, that's nice. You know, and and we have an announcement here, too. The Rizzuto Show was not at the People's Award. Oh, yes. People's Choice Awards, because we were giving CPR to, uh, we saved... Old men in the park. Yes, we saved 1,500 lives. We did. I was in there. In the... in Mexico, yes, I was at, I was that's at where we were. Kid, Kid Rock's 
big ass honky tonk. <laughs> we were smashed. Well, the rest of us were saving lives that would have otherwise been lost <laughs> right. if we had gone to the People's Choice. You know, what, you know, what we weren't going to talk about, but I'm glad you did. I yeah, I mean, people. we got to make these announcements. You do. Somebody's got to do it. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly, can you pull up a picture of Machine Gun Kelly and his latest ink job? Uh, he got a significant portion of his upper yeah, body tattooed. Now, Kat Von D's done this as well. Many, many people have done this, where they get their body uh, painted or ink, inked up with solid black ink, so they're covering up all old. It tattoos. only looks good on the guy from Rage Against the Machine. Well, Timmy C. Yeah, Timmy C. You have you seen Machine Gun Kelly yet? Yeah, it looks it looks look. ridiculous. He says he did it for spiritual purposes only. His skin is now almost solid black from his arms to his shoulders and down his upper torso as well. Um, there are some spots left uncovered to make designs, like a huge cross on the front of his chest. And he posted and, and captioned it for spiritual purposes only, and it took 44 needles. So there he is. Yeah, that seems... Uh, Message to Machine Gun Kelly. Despite your best efforts, still not a black guy. Um, <laughs> somebody, Tom Segura, posted, photoshopped his head onto this. It was pretty funny. He posted it this morning. Tom Segura's head? Yeah. I got a buddy that did this. Uh, he blacked out the... Uh, kind of his arm, like shoulder down to here. And it, it looks pretty good. But he didn't go all out like this. He was just covering up with some like youthful tattoos. Listen, we all... This if you have enough tattoos, ridiculous. you regret enough of them. Sure. I do, for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't think I would go to the... I haven't even gotten on the effort to finish my tattoos, much less get rid of the... You can get them removed, though, too. I have I've, other options besides... Yeah, I've, I've had blacking removal. Blacking yourself out. I've had the tattoo removal, and I will tell you that if you have a, an entire arm worth of stuff that you don't like... Yeah, I get that. This is the way to go. Right. Kat Von D has this it done, and crazy. it looks pretty cool on her. Well, yeah. here's the here's the issue that I he have with this. Nips he got his tattoo. Yeah, this looks kind of dope, I think. Like, it looks for, like armor. For now. Yeah, it does, but... and. But my problem with this is, if I remember right, his chest looked dope before. Like, it was really good color. It was good art. Like, he wasn't covering up bad stuff. This is... He, he was covering up really cool chest It's really tattoos. dark now, but it's going to fade. It's going to yeah, fade. Yeah, it does. It goes gray. Good luck, Machine Gun Kelly. Good luck. Hope you thought that out. But I do think it looks kind of neat with the negative space being the tattoos from underneath. Yeah. This isn't my jam, but I think it looks pretty dope. It looks cool. Uh, Dolly Parton's pet gala is on CBS tonight. So if you're a fan of Lainey Wilson, Carly <coughs> Pierce, Chris Jansen, Casey from Casey and the Sunshine Band, you can watch that on CBS. Uh, and then the mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen is in town tonight at Red Flag. They're kicking off their tour here in St. Louis, which is really neat. Man, I feel like if I met him, we'd get along. Yeah. I think he's cool <laughs> as hell. I, I do. I you think know? we can hang. Ah, uh, his PR cool guy went, it. yes. Nita Strauss think, is also there. I think if we, if me and Wolfgang like got a chance to like hang out, I think we'd get along. Yeah, he'd be like, "You're an honorary Van Halen." That's what mm -hmm. he'd say to you. No, he, I, don't, I don't want that. I just think like our, we have the same kind of personality. Sure, he calls people out and yells I love. At people. I, I'm a fan. Uh, that 70s show star and convicted rapist, uh, Danny Masterson, has been moved from the same prison Charles Manson served his time to a medium security facility. Officials say the move comes after concerns for Masterson's well-being. The actor was sentenced for 30, to, 30 years to life in prison after being found guilty for two counts of forcible rape. He was denied appeal last month because the judge worries that he'll flee since he has no wife to go home to. Yeah, I read, I read that he's that good. I know it's prison, but it's like a, ni a nicer, like way nicer. Like the one he was in, uh, Kokoran State Prison. Something like that. It's a hellhole. Which sure. It's prison. Yeah, should Where be. the worst of the worst go. Right. Now he's like, ah, oh, it's not like Camp Cupcake with uh, Martha Stewart, but. Mm. Wait, so he got moved out of the gnarly place? He got place moved out of the gnarly of, place and put in a nicer place. Because of his safety? Yeah. For safety. Yeah. 
I knew. Um, who was his wife? Because that was like a big Bijou deal. Phillips. Bijou Phillips. That's right. That's right. And she stood by him until the until, conviction. Yeah. A new movie version of Stephen King's iconic book, Salem's Lot, was filmed in 2021. Would love to see it. But it's being held hostage by Warner Brothers. Um, they're still awaiting release. Stephen King got on Twitter and said that he's seen it, thinks it's quite good. It's old school horror filmmaking, slow build, big payoff. Warner Brothers have done this with other major films before, like Batgirl and Coyote versus Acme. Uh, they took tax write-offs allegedly for withholding them. Yeah. By the way, that that Coyote versus Acme. Mm-hmm. So it's a live action uh, with Will Forte. Is that ever going to come out? It's just in a den somewhere with Warner Brothers. Like it's, they filmed it. It's done. Right. Jeez. Well, so is Salem's Lot. That's so. Now there's three big movies that are not getting See, released. This is kind of the issue with like uh, all of us having so much access to this kind of stuff. Is this has been going on forever? Yeah. Albums well, we just get shelved. Yeah. Albums get shelved. Oh, movies yeah. get shelved. Like this stuff always. It's all. They're always shuffling. Rarely. Scripts are being shuffled every all the time. <clears throat> scripts. A ton of scripts. This happens all the time. You can sell a script and it'll. Put 100k in your pocket and be like, "Oh, I'm, this is it for me. I'm about to break." And the studio just buys it so no one else can make it. Like that happens all the time. But to spend the money to make the movie, yeah, the, it's like there's sunk costs now. That's bigger than like just buying a script. So it's like those movies might be really bad, man. Really bad. <laughs> really they're like happens. we're not even okay. we're gonna take the loss. Rather than take the heat. Yeah, yeah. Same thing happens with records. There's even big bands that came out and said, like, oh, we lost our oh, record. The, uh, Green Day did that with a whole record. Yeah. The one right before American Idiot mm. came out. They they quote-unquote lost it. It was probably Kaka Poo Poo. Or it could have been amazing. <laughs> we'll never know, right? We'll never know. Yep. This mm. is neat. For the first time in the world, ever, all five of the Culkin brothers... Are working together on the same project. This is kind five. Of wow. There's five. There's Macaulay. Oh, let Kieran. me see if I get him. Oh, here Macaulay, Kieran. There's it. Kevin. Donnie. There's Fuller. No, Donnie. Donnie. That's Wahlberg's, which we'll talk about later. <laughs> Jordan. There's no Mock. Jordan. That's New Kids on the Block. You guys are in New Kids on the Block territory. Justin, Lance. No, keep going. Go. Joey <laughs> Fatone. No. Go back to Irish. There's Kieran. There's Macaulay. Right. Seamus. Nah. Seamus. No, but uh, close. Keep going. Patty. Sheamus. No, Patty. Uh, Patty McCulkin. Joking. Patty McCulkin. Joking McCulkin. No, no, joking McCulkin. Let's see. I'm just joking around. (laughs) You laughed. You're laughing. Yeah, she laughed at joking McCulkin. That counts. Connor, Liam, Finn. No, no, Connor, Liam, no, Finn. Uh, Dara. Sinead. Fion. In this. Shimon. Killian. In this. No, it's... Tito. Oisin. No, Tito. Tito, Jermaine. <laughs> ah, you're dead. <laughs> uh, no. Let's see. Oscar, Callum, Ryan with an I. Doug. Doug McCulkin. <laughs> no, Doug McCulkin. It's not even McCulkin. It's Culkin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rory. Ronan. Rory. Rory, are you kidding me? Oh, it's my least favorite Rory name. Rory Culkin. It's only because it's difficult for me to say. Let Rory. me tell you all five Culkins. Can you but, imagine being called Rory? Rory Culkin. Isn't Rory the one in Uncle Buck? No, that's... That's Macaulay. That's, that's, that's Macaulay. That's Macaulay. Macaulay, Kieran, Rory, Christian, and Shane are the Culkin oh, brothers. Shane, Shane Culkin. <laughs> and now listen. listen <laughs> Shane Culkin. We're all culked out. You guys... Under <laughs> Ah. So these guys, these brothers, are voicing characters on this really, it's going to be good. It's called The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. It's going to be on Prime this Friday. So they're voicing regular characters. And the show is about, quote, intergalactically renowned surgeons who tackle anxiety-eating parasites, illegal time loops, and deep space STIs. 
and it looks pretty cool. It's a cartoon. Sounds cool. I wonder when Cousin Declan and uh, and Callum yeah, are getting, no. are getting the show. They're very good actors. <laughs> Callum Culkin. Saturday Night Live has their next round of hosts and musical guests. Sydney Sweeney is going to make her hosting debut on March 2nd with Casey Musgraves as the musical guest. Uh, the following week, Dune Part 2 star Josh Brolin will host for the third time on March 9th with Ariana Grande as the musical Cersei guest. Cersei Colgan. I love that dude. I love that. I love Josh and, Brolin. And I love the fact, Josh Brolin, and I love the fact that he is as heavy as he is and and people love him. I know. Because that, like, his, when he... <laughs> When I read some of his posts, he'll post something that's like, you know, like a, a his front stoop in a desert, and he'll, it'll be like a four-page stream of consciousness with a poem at the yeah. end or something. And as I'm reading, I'm like, I love this. Riz would hate this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always thinking, God, Riz would have a field day with that. Yeah, well, this is. he seems humorless. Mm. Well, Maybe that's why I love him. <laughs> Tune in on March 9th. I love him. He's a heavy soul. I like it. This Saturday show will bring back uh, comedian Shane Gillis. Oh, yeah. That's this weekend. This huh? weekend. And then 21 Savage as the musical guest. Uh, Mark Wahlberg was in the news. He tried to bribe the dog trainer from this upcoming movie called Arthur the King that he's in to let him adopt the dog co-star. I, I, here's what it sounded like. I mean, happy dog. I mean, what do you feed this What do you feed this Hey, doggy. <laughs> hey, doggy. How's your mother? All over. Let me rub your belly, doggy. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta take you home. His name's Yukai. Yukai oh, is the hey, dog. Yukai. He's really oh. cute. Yukai Culkin. No. <laughs> he said, oh my God. This is actually what Mark Wahlberg said. Can you read this red print in Mark Wahlberg voice for me, please? Why is it oh red? My God. I tried to bribe the trainer to tell me to talk. I offered whatever she wants, but but of course, that bond is something that you can you can never separate, doggy. I just fell in love with him. Thank you. Soundbite from Wolpert. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, it's fine. Let's do this. All right. Um, well, first, I got to say uh, rest in peace to Tony Ganios. Tony Ganios? Who? Tony Ganios. He played meat in the Porkies. Say it one more time. Is it Ganios? Ganios. Say it one more time. Mark. Tony. Mark. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. Tony no. Ganios. Okay. The guy, from, who, he, the guy who played meat in... in Meat's dead, you guys. Meat's dead from Porky's, okay? Okay, he died while having surgery for severe spinal cord infection. He was only 64, so oh that is goodness, really that sad. Sucks. Uh, but let's pick the show back up. It is time to talk about the best Mark Wahlberg roles in movies. ScreenRant.com right, was about the top Number one's going to be Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. It is yep. Boogie Nights. Congratulations, Riz. As it should be. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, are they going to the say iconic that... iconic Dirk Diggler. Are they going to say that Invincible movie? Because didn't that win something? No Invincible on this list. How about Ooh. Shooter? No Invincible. No. If you say bad guys or, what, or, or whatever that is. Fear? Uh, wrong guys. The wrong guys. Wrong. The, the other wrong? guys? The other guys. I love the other guys. Number seven. Yeah, oh, okay. boy. That's I love Will when Ferrell, he meets right? Sheila. Yeah, maybe that caught me at the wrong time, too. Um, yeah, that was good. It took me a couple Ted. watches of that. Really? Hmm? Ted. No Ted. No Ted. Uh, no Ted. Hey, Ted. Hey, Ted. Uh, three hey, Ted. Kings. Hello, three Ted. Three Kings. Yes, number four. That was a good movie. Uh, that was oh, a good Trans- movie. Is that what Ice Cube? What about Fear? Not oh, Fear's not on the list. Dude, that movie was Fear is awesome. Good. What yeah, that was Tim? actually when I was like, eh, he was pretty good in that. That gave With, me uh, Reese Witherspoon. I kind of yes. put him over the top. Basketball Diaries. Actor, I feel like. Basketball Diaries is number eight. Lone Survivor. Yeah. Lone Survivor, number ten. Good the Departed. The Departed is number three. Oh, look at um, we Transformers. One? No. No, this, they don't like comedies. There's another drama. There's there's, a, there's another departed type drama, right? Two, five, six, and nine are where you guys need to fighter. Invincible. The fighter is number two. Oh, oh, oh. About the boxer. The fighter was with uh, Christian uh, Christian Bale. 
Christian Bale was like his crackhead brother or whatever. Yeah. That was good. Oh, yeah. That that was, was, did you say Rockstar yet? No. Not on oh. the list. Unfortunately, Rockstar's not on the list. So okay, cele- celebrities so celebrating birthdays today. No, no, no. Oh. Oh. Well, we're done with that this list. list. Oh. If Rockstar's no, no, no. not on it, we are done. We got, we got <laughs> what was his name in that movie? Um, oh, God. What was his name? Jeez. Still, Still Dragon was the band. Right. His name was Chris, wasn't it? His name was Chris something, but he went by a different name in the band. So we're missing one? You're missing... No, we got one. It was Boogie Nights. Oh, okay. Five, six, and nine is where we're at. Five, six, and nine. Mark Wahlberg. Chris Izzy Cole. Izzy. Chris Izzy. Izzy, of course. Uh... Man, I feel like. Are there any comedies in this? That movie is incredible until the ending. <laughs> um, I've not seen this movie from 2018. Uh, that's no listed. pain, no gain. No. Is that it where he's the dad? That he's the dad. Daddy's home. They foster children. It's called oh. Instant Family. I don't think yeah, any of us have seen that. Yeah. Yo, have you guys ever watched Rockstar and stopped it after Miles Kennedy gets the gig? Because that's when the movie should end. You yeah. gotta be kidding me with I this love... coffee house 90s oh, grunge bullcrap. Come on, guy. I love when that he's the grunge hilarious. guy. You don't have to play us out. He is so hot throughout that entire film. Grunge era of Izzy. Yeah, too. so cheesecake. And Jennifer though, Aniston's hot. Ah, Damn. The... Sorry, I don't want to break up you guys. Oh, Four Brothers. Love of Love Affair of, yeah. of Rockstar. That yeah. movie is great. Have you seen it recently? God, it's great. Kicks ass. Ooh, Italian so, job. I'm just caught on the the happening. Italian job. The M. Night Shyamalan, The Happening. Remember that? that I love that movie on there. That no. movie was terrible. Classic. <laughs> All right. And finally, Patriot's Day was number six. Patriot's Day. Oh, oh. I don't remember that. Yeah. I'm a Patriot. I'm a Patriot. Ah, this is my day. I got a muscle. <laughs> God, there's so much breath in this studio right no, now. There's no just, oh, this is my day. It's funny, though. In your head, it sounds right. I got to look at my hat's got three corners. Yeah, it's a five hole. <laughs> Celebrities. What if I see? What if by land? <laughs> I'm Paul Revere. I'm Paul Revere. No. Celebrities Paulie. celebrating a birthday today. Blanket Jackson is 22. Sophie Turner, Sansa Stark. Uh, uh, Sophie Turner, who plays Sansa Stark on Game of Thrones, is 28. Corbin Blue, the old uh, high school musical and jump in star from Disney, is 35. Ashley Green is 37. She's in Twilight. Yes. <laughs> Yes, Elliot Page is 37, Charlotte, uh, Charlotte Church is 38. Uh, we played a showcase with her, by the way. Holy crap, she's good. Who? Charlotte Church. Uh, Jordan Peele is uh, 45, Jennifer Love Hewitt is 45, Titus Burgess, uh, that's Titus from the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt that was is 45. That a good show. Did anybody else watch that? That was a really good show. No. Billy Baldwin, Billy Baldwin is 61. Christopher Atkins, the 80s stud from The Blue Lagoon, is 63. Kim Coates is 66. Uh, she is uh, from Sons of Anarchy. Him, he. I'm sorry. He is from Sons of Anarchy and a hundred other things. Mary Chapin Carpenter is 66. She's a big country star. Uh, we got Jack Coleman, also 66. That's Claire's father on Heroes. He's on uh, Vampire Diaries and Dynasty's Stephen Carrington, one of the first openly gay, char- openly gay characters ever on television. He's 66. Kelsey Grammer is 69. Anthony Daniels, who's that? Oh, C-3PO. That's right. Tony Dan is C-3PO. He is 78. And David Geffen. David Geffen, who co-founded Stream uh, DreamWorks with Steven Spielberg and Jeffrey Katzenberg. David Geffen is 81 years old today. Oh, wow. Unbelievable, kind of. Oh, Patriots Day is about the Boston Marathon bomb. Yeah. That's oh, why I laughed wow. so hard that you thought it was the Patriots. Well, yeah, the Patriots. Uh, <laughs> like the Patriots. Mel, Mel Gibson and uh, Heath Ledger. Yeah. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt is a good show. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Nikki Charm. And today's birthday girl has been in 135 fine films, including Allison Unchained, Celebrity Sluts, Daddy's Darling Daughters, Ginger and Spice, 
How I Effed Your Mother 2 in a movie called Loose Morals. She was in Splatterhouse 2, 3, 9, and 10. Young and Naughty. And who could forget a role in 2013's Moms in Heat. Nikki Charm is 58 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays. And that was your crap on celebrities. Pseudo Show. Traffic and weather. All right, after the break, uh, we'll talk to Chris Kerber. Our uh, weekly blues chat. If you have any questions for Chris, hit us up on the instant feedback. You know it's never easy to predict the future. You don't have a crystal ball. Now think about four months from now. Are you going to be happy at your current job? Is your paycheck going to stretch far enough? Now you could change your life in just four months. Thanks to Centric. Centric prepares you for a career in the fastest growing industry in the world. That's technology. Centric's hands-on program teaches you the actual job skills you need to get hired. And they're with you every single step of the way. They will help you land a job because Centric teaches you the actual skills employers are looking for. And again, they help you land a job and you could make that change today by going to Centric.com slash R-I-Z-Z. That's centric, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q dot com slash R-I-Z-Z. Take control of your future at centric.com slash Riz, even if you have no IT experience, and change your life today. Oh, and by the way, you could use your GI Bill for funding or pay for tuition. Centric.com slash Riz. Hey, it's Hal Sparks, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. And I just want to take this moment to say happy birthday, Riz, whenever it is. All right, welcome back to The Riz Show, presented by The Fast Lane. Let's talk to Chris Gerber. Are you ready? For Chris Gerber, the radio voice of your St. Louis Blues. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Tiberius Kerber. Yeah. Chris, sounds like I should be like the captain of the Starship Enterprise with that middle name. wasn't Wasn't that his middle name? Yep, I think uh, it was Tiberius. Uh, yeah, Tiberius Kirk. James <laughs> Tiberius Kirk. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that was. Hey, before we get talking uh, blues hockey, I don't know if you saw the story, Chris, and, and you guys in the studio here, but um, you, you got you know you got daughters. Did were they in the Girl Scouts ever? Uh, yes, they were. Okay, did they sell Girl Scout cookies? Yes, they did. Okay. Um, but I never sent them door to door. Oh, did they ever do like at a table at a grocery store or anything and sat out like that? Yep. Gotcha. Yeah, they, they, they did that. It's just in today's world, sending your kids door to door. I mean, in, in your neighborhood to a couple of neighbors, they did it. But beyond just a couple of neighbors that we know, I'm like, nah, we're, we're going to go uh, in today's world of social media and other things. I'm going to teach you how to market. <laughs> right. Yeah. And these are these are good lessons. Well, an, an, a good lesson, I guess, to. To impart on the girls is be careful where you stash your money because there was a Girl Scout troop in Fort Worth, Texas, set up outside of Walmart and they were robbed. And it's all on camera. Oh, no. This was two o'clock on February 11th, which was, yeah, 10 days ago. Uh, this jerk walked past a Girl Scout cookie stand located at the entrance of this Walmart. As the guy walked by, he reached behind the table, grabbed the bag that contained the earnings for the day, and ran out to the parking lot. Monster. Monster. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I know most criminals are not smart, but you don't think that that stuff's on camera somewhere at this point? Oh, yeah, it's on camera. Hey, the never, guy's picture's all over the place. Never mind that, dude. It's coming. He's going to, one of these days, 
He's going to get a thin mint. He's going to put it in his mouth, and it's going to turn to ash, and there's going to be maggots. Mm. And, and The karma. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Karma. It shall turn to ash. Right. Yeah, but the way the Girl Scouts no, operate, they will they'll find him. Oh yeah. They get all the you know, the Girl Scout Secret Service. They they already know who this guy is. There's a badge send him, for that. They're gonna send him a box of poison cookies. Yep. And then they'll get their oh my gosh. taken out a criminal oh, yeah. badge. Absolutely. I didn't know that. I thought they all just got together and you know, field hockey sticks. Oh, just beat him down? No, yeah. no. It's gonna be it's gonna be like a slow, painful, like poison. Like he's gonna clear a sleeve of thin mints. Oh my gosh. And at the at the last thin mint, there's gonna be a note saying, Gotcha, bitch. Oh my gosh! And, wow. Well, you know, depending on how much money they had there, it could increase the the level of crime. Yeah, like if they sold like many. Like, if, like I think if it's over like six hundred bucks, then it's another level or something like that. Or death penalty in or, Texas. Or, Remember in Texas, yeah, that's death penalty. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, where are the? Uh, never mind. I, I've, I've learned to stop asking in my life. Where are the parents? Uh, they were there. I mean, this guy, if you watch the video, it's all on video. They see it's the guy just walking by. Right. He's talking about the parents of the, the thief. Oh, the parents of the thief? No, no, no. no. Well, I, I, I am talking that, but I'm talking about, it, like, one of the things you're, ta- you, you're teaching your kids when you're out there is, okay, you got to make sure this, this money's in a secure spot where somebody just can't reach around and grab you, you know? Well, as I'm saying, like, you know, you teach the kids, the kids about business and stuff like that. A lesson learned here is don't keep the cash yeah. accessible to the public. Okay, wait, I got it. I got Here's one for you. Here, here's one for you along the Girl Scout range, right? Who gets the right to the office, to the place of work? Okay, so so if, if, if you've got kids that are in Girl Scouts, right? Yeah. And you bring the sheet in or you send an email, and then somebody else has a kid that's in Girl Scouts. Wait, my kid's in Girl Scouts too. Who gets the right? Now, to me, it's a first come, first serve. You beat everybody to the marketing side of it in the office. You've claimed your territory. Well, it's the better-looking kid, honestly. If the ugly kid gets it. <laughs> no. It's the better-looking no, parents. No? It's yeah. the better-looking parents when I'm bringing the kids. <laughs> Ooh, let's see pictures of the kids. Ooh. <laughs> Sheila's kid is ugly. Oh, uh, God, yeah, I'm going to buy my Samoas from the... Oh man! From Brendan's See, that's kid. A, that, that that that's that is the uh, <laughs> that's that's the key one is uh, is who claims territory. And to me, it's the first one to get it out there. Of course, of course, it is. That's the way it should work. Of course, it is. Oh, I got to tell you a story, Chris. We were down in Nashville over the weekend for a hockey tournament, and uh, so the kids played. First of all, they played where the Predators uh, practice the practice facility. What? Okay. A, yep. yep. What, what an amazing facility down there, and that they're they're doing it right out there in Nashville. As far as the hockey, yeah, they've, they've been building a well, and former Blue Lubos Bartesco is a part of uh, their, their youth hockey stuff. Yeah, they they do a nice job out there uh, with 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 Predators pride. Um, yep. So we're at the concession stand, and uh, <laughs> what? That's a bad name. I just don't like what Predators Predator pride. Predator pride. pride. I marched in Predators pride last <laughs> week. You know, whoa, November whoa, whoa. is you Predator Pride Month. So yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway, so we're we're waiting for one of the games to start. And uh, one of the hockey dads goes, oh, look, man, there's Darren Pang at the at the concession stand. I go, nah, it's not Darren Pang. It's just a, it's a bald guy. That's Scott Hamilton. That's just a bald guy. Scott Hamilton. <laughs> just joking around. And, Chris, it was Scott Hamilton. Wow. Yes, he lives in Nashville. Yep. I think he just hangs out at the rink. <laughs> hey, Chris, I have a question. Under pictures of Scott. Uh, but, uh, uh, super nice guy, by the way. I don't know if you ever met him. 
We actually, a couple of years ago, well, obviously a number of years ago now, I can't remember exactly when, uh, he was at the rink, and we got this picture of him and Panger together, and it's, it is freaking amazing. Oh, yeah, it's crazy how close they did. I was making a joke. Yeah. I'm like, ah, that's not Darren Pang. It's Scott Hamilton. And I go, holy cow, it's Scott <laughs> it's Hamilton. Hamilton. <laughs> I had no idea he lived there. Anyway, go ahead, Lauren. Curbs, yep. I, have, I have a question, yep. and you know, I don't know anything about sports and why things are the way they are, but I found out yesterday that the Predators only sell tickets to people that live in the area and i just i don't know what like is that a successful thing this is no okay listen boy this one's a this one drives me nuts and oh, i am got him going oh, yell yeah you got me going here the, the fact that the nhl allows us listen they, they, they've been doing this for years so what happened and and it was it was first thing it was blues fans that caused this and then it was backed up by blackhawks fans oh so for a while there, with the like when when the Nashville Predators came into the National Hockey League in 1998, the expansion setup was not what it was here for Las Vegas or Seattle. I mean, when you were taking players from other teams, other teams could pretty much protect just about anybody. You weren't getting good players at the level that you're getting now with the way they do expansion. So these teams, that's why Nashville was really, you know, they struggled for a long time, had to build an organization from scratch. Uh, Columbus. The same exact way, eventually Atlanta going to Winnipeg, Minnesota, the same thing. They, they all had to deal with the same issue. Okay. Well, because it's Nashville, and this was just as the tourism side of Nashville, the county merged with the city. They they started to grow. The, the tourism side really kind of starts to pick up. Like, I mean, it was it was a, an eighth of what it is now, just even 20, 24 years ago. So, there was a St. Louis Blues game on a Saturday night, and Blues fans invaded. Mm. Over 50% of that wow. building that night was Blues fans. Cool. And it awesome. ticked off. They ticked off. The, they ran. I'm not I'm not making this up. You could go into, you could go into bars about 2.30 in the morning. Bars had run out of Bud Light. <laughs> okay? They, they had run out of Bud Light that night. There, there were still lines. There were lines. Now, remember, the bars closed at 3, and there were lines for people waiting to get in at 2.30. Like, it was just insane. And and there's Blues fans up and down Broadway. It, it was something else. And you couldn't tell whose home game it was, and that really angered the, the, the Predators' ownership mm. group. Well, Blackhawks fans travel well, as you know, too. And, and that started happening there. So they stopped selling tickets from that point on. You have to be within certain zip codes to yeah. be able to buy tickets. Now, here's the problem. They weren't selling their games out. Right. So you come out of the 0405 lockout, right, and everything was tied to hockey-related revenue, the salary cap, everything. Well, Nashville was preventing people from St. Louis from buying tickets. Yeah. So David, David Backus was the, was the players rep. I said, hey, David, I might want to look into this one. Like he's like, well, I go, yeah, they're not selling out, but they're still blocking people from buying tickets, which, by the way, is hurting you guys in the pocket. Right. And the league lets it happen there. Florida had the same issue. You know, they get all the snowbirds coming down, and people wanted to travel down to Florida, right? Yeah. And so the the Florida Panthers, who for the longest time couldn't draw a squat, you know, and have and had no fan base really, uh, it was we're doing the same thing. I, I hate it. Like the idea that. I mean, think about some of the greatest rivalries across sports. Yeah, you're telling me that. Could you imagine the Yankees not selling tickets if you lived in Boston? Could you imagine the Cubs, like a Cardinal fan, not being able to go to right. Wrigley Field? Yes, it seems like bad business, or vice versa. No, who are we going to throw D batteries at, Chris? To be honest, I can kind of see it, and I, 
I don't, no, I don't necessarily disagree no, with it, dude. No. Not if you can't fill the stadium. Oh, but yeah, but but they're doing okay now. So what, what, I mean, he's talking about you know after the after the strike and all that. And I can understand like you know maybe kind of if you're not filling it, if you're not doing well, opening it up. But if you're filling it, why not? But let me say this: I don't. No, think, no, no, wait I, a minute. But, but Moon, yeah, if going. you're filling it, hang on a minute. But if you're filling it, right, you don't have to worry about it, right? Okay. See, so like, so a season ticket holder. The season ticket holder can still find a secondary market to sell their tickets to somebody from St. Louis, okay? Just can't do it at the box office, right, right? or through the Predators or any of that stuff. If you're filling the building, you know, then then you're going to outnumber the other ones anyway. You know, but if it's at, at the same time, if when the Rams are here and the Packers fans traveled well, if that many St. Louis Rams fans wanted to sell their tickets to Packers fans to make a buck, so be it. Welcome to welcome to capitalism, you know, market capitalism, economy yeah. here. Like like this, is, I just don't think, and especially in a sport when you were not selling your building out or anywhere close, right? You just the, the idea of limiting somebody from buying your tickets. Well, frankly, got to be honest with it, it's discriminatory. It is. You're, you're basing, you're, you're not selling to somebody based on where they live. And I'll tell you something: I think somebody could have a hell of a lawsuit. Uh, by, by, uh, I'm by with going you, man. That. That's immediately what I thought. Like, it blew my mind yesterday. The guys were talking about it, and I thought to myself, that's just bad business. It is discriminatory, and why? That, like, and are well, there multiple leagues that do this? It's silly if you're not selling out your games. It's, it's silly if you're not selling out, for sure. But, I mean, at the same time, it's just and as far as, selling like, out, why do you care? Just, right. just as far as, like, gnarly rivalry, I can totally, I can t- I mean, Listen, I hate the Cubs, man. I was built. I was. Yeah. I was born to hate the Cubs. I was. I was built to hate, hate the Cubs. And if I went up to Wrigley, I was like, "Oh man, the Cars are playing the Cubs." And they said, "Nah, man, you're from St. Louis." I would respect it. No, I would, no, I would hate the Cubs no, so no, much. Wait, 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 wait a minute, Moon. Moon, put it in. A, okay, put it. Put it in your own world. Put it in the music world, right? Well, it's a different. Man. How so, is it different? So fans, fans of one of your bands cannot come see you because they live in the middle of Illinois. That's what are you? I, yeah, like can't buy a. There's no competition the here. Like that. That's. I'm yes, not, it, everything's a competition. Life's a competition. No, 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 no. no. It's not this about the competition. This is a very strange it's false equivalent. Sales. No, it's it's about the ticket sales. It's the exact same thing. If you 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 you're you're a fit, you're, you're a band, right? Uh, you're you're gonna play out at the amphitheater, right? Yeah. And okay. the amphitheater says, no, no, no. Hang on a minute. We're, we've got we've got space on the lawn. We've got seats down here, right? But if you're outside this zip code, you cannot come see one of your bands play. That's uh, the same thing. But it's not because I'm, the, the, the only the only thing I'm talking about here, as far as the teams goes, is building a, a, a rivalry and building like, you know, like over in England, when when you go into these certain places, they're known for being intensely. You know, uh, hard places right. to go for other teams or for other fans or away fans. I'm just talking about the rivalry stuff. Yeah, but it's a and, false and music, rivalry I don't, I don't because think... then you're filling it up to people that are, you're not seeing the rivalry actually organically happen because the other team can't come in to actually yeah. have a rivalry. Well, but and... in England, but in England, they still have sections that are blocked off that yes. every stadium has to sell to the other team, yeah. and then they keep them in that section well, exactly. for safety and, reasons. If we do that, that'd be fine. This is just saying you can't come. You can't take your kid to go see the Blues play the Nashville Predators. In Nashville. Is what they're saying. Yeah, I'm sure there's also some sort of, you know, think about, there could be some kid whose dad got a job that lived in Nashville, huge Predators fan, and now he lives in Pennsylvania, and he wants, and now they can't come see you again. You you might be pricing out your own fans. And how do you build a national following for your team? I mean, there's tons of teams that have 
Pittsburgh Steelers travel well. You know, the, the Cowboys. There's, like, lots of teams that have built, like, national followings. Like, you're basically just saying, like, we don't even want that. Like, you're going around oh. following the Grateful Dead. Right. Listen, right. Football's yeah, a little bit different. There's though. other ways around this, though. And, and, and I'm going to tell you something. At one point in time, when Nashville started this, the Blues thought about doing it. Because of, uh, and, and I'm, I'm glad, like, all hell we didn't. Uh, because it would have been hard for me to, to I, I would have driven me batty. But same thing. We're just like, oh, wait a minute. We, we don't want a bunch of Blackhawks fans buying tickets to the games. Well, okay, well, they're still paying the money, right? Because at, at one point in time with the Blackhawks, as high as it were in the expensive ticket in Chicago, it was cheaper. It was cheaper for Blackhawks fans to come to St. Louis, pay for a hotel and watch a game than it was for them to go to the United Center. And what the Blues ended up doing, and this this is now I'm okay with this one because it's part of it. If you want that Blackhawks game, it's part of a three-game pack. We're selling that as part of a three-game pack before we release the tickets to anything. So, okay, if you really want to go see the Blues play the Predators, maybe you got to buy two other games, turn around and sell those other two games. But but how is um, that not yeah, manipulation no. in some way with, with, with the market that you're doing? And St. Louis is not Nashville. I hate to say it. Like, we're, we're not a touristy place like Nashville is. So, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I, I see enough differences where I'm still unconvinced on whether this is a good thing or a bad thing. I don't, I don't know. And music, and I'm sure as you know this, Bands, when we when you're partnering with a venue or a promoter, we're signing contracts with proximity clauses where we sign a contract that says we will not play a show within six months within X amount of hundred miles from there because they don't want to pull fans away from their show. So mm. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like oh, I don't know. This is a, a strange. And yeah, I but think if he's saying if Greek Fire yeah, played the preventing anybody from coming to your shows. Yeah, yeah, but 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 again, like the reason they're not doing that either. You said you can get them on the second, secondary, and third market. They're no, just not- they are. They are like they they they're they they are essentially saying yeah, they're not they're not totally blocking it, but they're making it extremely hard for you to buy the tickets. Yeah. And either way, I, in, I don't. In I don't order, like the in order to build up a brand that they're trying to build, it's a strange decision to make. Yeah. But if it pays off, well, anyway, I it was cool to see Nashville, uh, and I didn't realize the the. The place where they play is right on Broadway, like right up the street oh, yeah. from, you know, Kid Rock's bar and Jason Aldean's bar. It's right in the heart of everything. I didn't, yeah, I had no idea where anything was, but cool to see. And uh, just, you know, they're, they're trying to do it big with their hockey down there. They listen, they, they do put on a good show. It's a terrific hockey market. I, I do believe Major League Baseball is going to find their way in there. In some way, shape, or form. Really? Um, well, I, I, think, I think that's the next one that's coming down there. All right. So, Blues play Islanders at home tomorrow night, coming off a loss to the Maple Leafs on Monday. Uh, for the first time in more than a month, the Blues have lost consecutive games. Um, still holding the playoff spot after after Monday's loss, but the, the grip on that playoff spot has loosened a little bit, Chris. Well, this is when you – I mean, this is as, – as they like to say in the business, this is when you got to put your big boy pants on. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're playing – you're playing playoff hockey, and in the last two games, the Blues' intensity top to bottom. Not every player, but there are players, and and, and there to the intensity top to bottom has not been at the level that you need it to be because you're playing two really good teams, and you had a chance. You had a chance two games ago with that game against Nashville to make it an eight uh, a six point lead yeah. uh, over Nashville. Instead, it was a, a, a it became a two point lead, and now you know you're in the thick of it with what Minnesota's doing. So. They've got to find a way to stop the bleeding here. In the last two games, they've had close games going to the third period, and for a while they were finding a way to win those. Last two games, they found a way to lose them. So, And, and the bottom line is it's got to take everybody. They need more production from some veteran players. They need, uh, they need some of the top players to play harder. 
they need uh, that they're getting. In my opinion, they're getting the goaltending that they need to win. Um, it's just this. This is and Steve Ott said this to us after the game. It's it's playoff hockey for us the rest of yeah, the year. Absolutely. And what you're finding, Riz, and what you're going to find out real quick is who can who 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 matches the moment. Who can raise to the level of the moment? There are some players that just don't uh, that it, it it makes them a little too you know wonky to. to to bring it every single night. So th- this is this is a it's a, a very good telling time for Blues management if you want to look at it like that. Well, things are exciting, and uh, you know, being that the team is you know in the playoff hunt and you know has a spot now, and and again, it is playoff hockey from from this moment on. It's 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 exciting. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's it it it's a grind. They're going to play after tonight uh, or tomorrow night. They're going to play seven of eight on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll lead right up to the trade deadline. And then we'll see where things go. And and the team on the ice is going to dictate what Doug Armstrong does here. I, I, I believe that uh, I believe that they've opened the eyes of management. Nuts says, okay, you got a shot at the playoffs here. Go get it. But yeah. you've got until March eighth to really prove that you're in the thick of it. All right. Well, tomorrow it's the Blues and Islanders at home. Of course, the curbside podcast. Uh, you know, after the game. Uh, a lot of uh, insight and uh, interviews you wouldn't hear on the normal broadcast on on one hundred and one ESPN. Um, what else is going on, Chris? Uh, dude, that's it. Uh, I got, uh, no, everything else is good. It, it's hockey. It's, I went to the uh, city game last night. They did a, they, they had that, it was a nice performance. Uh, so yeah, I got, uh, man, everything's good. There's, everything's there's good. Nothing Chris. Going. We got casino night coming up with the blues. Uh, that's coming. There's actually a few theme nights remaining too, which was some really cool items. So go to stainlessblues.com slash theme. You know, uh, to uh, to look at a couple of the items you can still grab. Cool. We love you, Chris. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, man. All right, y'all. Have a great week. There is the great Christopher Tiberius Kerber. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. I like his opinion on that stuff because that's something that I, you know, we just found out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I haven't really thought about it or analyzed it too much. And it's like, it's kind of an interesting thing. There's got to be got to be reasons why they would want to do that and i'm i'm curious to yeah, see usually it all comes down to money but in my mind like restricting people buying tickets right but what do we know money. about selling hockey tickets i don't know and, anything and, and that's what i'm trying to no, you know make sure our perspective begins all right scott you have a stay of execution by the way we got to do the uh, it's late we're gonna do the game tomorrow don't google anything don't google don't anything google i will not take google, google away today. from him you know what no computer and we're putting google block on oh, you we'll get to some emails after the break it's IndyCar driver Graham Rahal, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. You know what? Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to The Riz Show. It is presented by The Fastlane. Well, we got time for some emails. RizShow1057thepoint.com. Moon, what do we got? Okay, emails are brought to you by Kloss Furniture. Lowest prices guaranteed. We have something for everybody. Just real quick, I posted it on the Facebook earlier on The Riz Show Facebook. There's a... Uh, uh, a listener eagle call, if you will. Um, this person's son's teammate had his neck broken during a hockey tournament this past weekend. Yeah. A, a bad hit. He went into the boards, broke his neck. Surgery was successful, but uh, they need a little bit of help. So we posted it up on Dude, the Dude, and I'll throw the eagle call. Eagle call! Uh, there was a kid on uh, my son's team this year, and he was um, about three or four feet away from the boards, and he was checked from behind. And his head went into the boards first, knocked unconscious wow. during a game. This is a you know, thirteen year old kid. Scary, super scary. Yeah, you know, they teach the kids, and and I think this is USA Hockey's big mistake here. Um, you can't check until you're fourteen. You until you're fourteen. The fourteen you, which is I think bantam, 
they consider the Bantam. Um, it's too late. They got to teach these kids if they're going to play hockey to check early and how to do it safely when they're doing before it they're big. Yeah, before they're big and fast. Because now when you're going on the boards, I mean, if you know anything, if you've been down seen a hockey game, even at 14, 15, they are fast. So if they're getting checked wrong and they're going into the boards, they're going in at 30 miles an hour. So the kids that play on my son's division, so mm-hmm. 14 you are, are kids born in 09 and 010. Okay. Or 09 and 10. Um, there's a big difference between the older kids in that division and the younger kids. There's a growth spurt that happens between the two years. Mm-hmm. So you got bigger kids going up against smaller kids. Right. And they're just checking for the first time in that division. You got a lot of bigger kids throwing a lot of smaller kids into the boards. Mm. And some of them don't know how to do it right. It's their mistake not teaching these kids at a younger age when they're smaller, when they're not going as fast. And you have stuff like the kid getting knocked unconscious Yeah, happen. Wow. But th- this is 16U. Uh, it's, it, it sucks. I mean, it's thank God the kid's going to be okay. But yeah. we'll put the GoFundMe up on uh, yeah. on our socials. And, yeah. Thinking about you. Next. Uh, let's uh, do a hard right turn here. Um, I want to see Learn's feet in those Hooters thick white socks. Is this the guy that loves her feet? Feet lifter. Oh, oh yeah. feet lifter. Feet lifter checking hey, in. Hey, send me the socks. Give me the. <coughs> get me those socks. You send them. You said something about the I'll Hooters uniform yesterday because you. you I know the, the fluffy socks. socks, and you know what? I'll have the white shoes on. It'll be great. They're like '80s <laughs> socks, right? Like, yeah. Socks were like, part of it. Yeah. Socks from the 80s. Big part. Right. Like the big, kind of big, puffier. Chunky they look sock. very comfortable. Yeah, they do. Look very warm. But the guy that loves your feet would love for you to put the Hooter socks on. Whatever, man. That's awesome. Amazon.com. So Hooter socks, and the, and you got to put the white shoes on. Yeah. Them, right? So you need to buy for me sure. the shoes and the socks. I'm a size 7. Thanks. It's just like regular white. Like Nikes. I want crisp white Nikes that cost like $200. <laughs> Why do I think they're like Keds? Oh, God. Right like high top. Uh, I don't know. I like that, that like mid top, like, like that uh, mid top cons or higher, yeah, thicker like, shoe. Hooters, I'm just like, oh, that yeah, was that part was of like, it. The pantyhose going into the little short shorts. It was get your pantyhose. It was all part of the aesthetic. And that orange is a good orange. It was you know? orange too. Skechers. Skechers, okay. What shoes do they wear at Hooters? Uh, you're not allowed. You are not allowed to wear a lighter shade of pantyhose than suntan. Yeah. Okay. Suntan is the pantyhose they wear. Yeah, yeah that's the, the tone. For footwear, you must wear white slouch socks. That's what I'm talking and about. And all white sneakers. The sneakers cannot be any other color than white, and they should be a high-top style. It's a great look, dude. And even the black uniforms are fantastic. If you have any tattoos, they cannot be visible when you are wearing uniform. You are not, if you are a Hooters girl, you are not allowed to wear the Hooters uniform anywhere outside of Hooters. I got bad news for Hooters. It should not be visible when you're outside the restaurant. You should also be prepared to pay for extra elements of the uniform. Tank top, shorts, pantyhose. You will be provided one uniform. But then then you are required to buy an extra, extra pieces, any extra pieces, uh, should your uniform become dirty or frayed. Can you look up, are the pantyhose control top, because that's going to impact my buying you know, do they say anything about the sucking it in? Like, uh, no, I don't say anything about that. Have you guys ever worn control top pantyhose? No, Rafe? Uh, no. I actually have. Yes. Yeah. White bra, pantyhose, no tattoos, white socks, white shoes. The shirt's got to be tucked into the shorts. Mm. Yeah, there is a. I mean, listen, that's the bread and butter of. I mean, besides the wings and stuff. But yeah. You go there for the the girls in the uniforms. The uniforms are they, they are very particular. Smoking hot babes, all of them. 
Uh, next. Um, okay, let's go with this one. Hey, gang. Hey. Sorry, Learn. This one's for the boys. Okay. Oh. There were two soap lotion scents that dominated the 90s. Warm vanilla sugar and cucumber melon. Mm -hmm. Which one did the crazy girls wear? Learn, were you a cucumber melon or a warm vanilla sugar girl? Stay fresh smelling, Jeff. By the way, as soon as I read this email, I smelled cucumber melon because my high school girlfriend was yep. cucumber melon. And I want to know. I, w I, I dated a vanilla sugar. And which one was the crazy? It was vanilla it sugar. Yeah, I was cucumber melon girl. I Dude, if I smell cucumber melon, summer of 97. Yep. Right back. Same. Bam. I'm back. Yeah. It's like one of the most potent smells in my memory bank. Everyone smelled like that. No, crap. sugar yeah. girl's going to slash your tires. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah and try to run me over a couple times. So, it's a good yeah, scent. that's on brand. So <laughs> <laughs> I th Jeff, the emailer, never put what he remembered being as the crazy Clearly, one. the vanilla sugar girls are crazy. <laughs> the Japanese cherry blossom girls are a coin flip. Could go either way. Yeah, yeah. could go either yeah, way. I don't remember yeah. that one. Trying to, trying to smell what that smells like. That was a uh, yummy one too. No, I remember the I remember the cucumber one. Cucumber melon is. I mean, I feel like the planet smelled like that. Like sweet girls wore that. Do they still carry those? That line. The Bath and Body Works. Yes, yeah. they have to. Wow. Yeah, right? they do. They don't look. They've changed the logo and everything since then, obviously. But it's still it's the still smells are still scent? there. Mm -hmm. All right, one more moon. Uh, let's go with. Uh, hmm. Okay, how about this? After hearing about Riz and his knife for the tenth time. I had to chime in. Find a thick bush on the side, on a side street or a corner, somewhere out of the way with a hustle and bustle, and just put that knife right in the middle of the bush so you can't see it. Take her a picture of the bush to remember. Trust me, I'm a pro. No, there were no, but there were no, dude. It works every time, and I tell no everybody. Thick bush. Mm -hmm. Always no, on the hunt no, for no a thick, thick bush. There were no yeah. thick bushes. There. There's a lot down there in Nashville. Good luck on your next knifing adventure. <laughs> Look at us Godspeed. all jumping on the thick bush joke. Wow. Um, no, there were there were uh, a softball in there. Expect us not to hit it. Concrete jungle of Broadway, <clears throat> Nashville. There's got to be some sort of place you can hide it. You never considered hiding it in my wife's purse. Well, I just mean you know, like outside somewhere. Again, there, we, no, there were no. I mean, it was a quick. What, but, but when I got thrown out by the arm, taken to the street, called my wife. She came out, and then I saw, you know, the car, and I threw the knife in the car. Uh, I mean, that was all within like four minutes. There okay. was no. You didn't have time to look for. A there were so many people around. I had already had a couple drinks in me. <laughs> I don't know why they don't venues don't create like the locker system. Like yeah, a, at, dude. Like you have it like <clears throat> Planet Fitness. Yeah. Where you yeah. like here, and a guy swipe your credit card. You pay three bucks. You take the key. I would love it. And dude, it has all, to. There has to be a sign above it that says "No blades, no bows," and a guy going, yeah. "No blades, no Leave bows." Leave your weapons at the gate. Leave your weapons here. I would love that because I always have mace on me and sometimes knives. And I, when I go to the pageant or wherever I go, you know, you can't take any of that stuff in. And so you're walking to your car afterwards. Like, let's say you're walking by yourself. I want to be able to have my stuff on me. Yeah. Yeah. Sucks. I agree with you. Uh, weapons they closet. They had, I don't know if they still have that truck that goes down to Bush Stadium where you lock your guns. Oh, yeah. I remember that. <clears throat> oh, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. A mobile a weapons mobile closet. A mobile weapons closet. Yeah. What happened That's to that guy? Cool. Uh, I don't know if he sure still goes. Was, uh, I'm not sure that was. Uh, mm. That was a local company. Was that yeah, but I'm not sure allowed? it was appreciated by local. How can you not appreciate that? Well, because then you're encouraging people to bring them. And weapons. it's also you're a nice not, target. You're not encouraging anything. People are leaving them in their cars. And he's right. It's a nice target. Think about. Let, he's going to go fill up with gas, forget his keys. Okay, be like in there a... you, that's the last place you're robbing. <laughs> that's the you know the last place you're robbing is a gun store with people in it. 
Mm. People You're breaking your minds. Jails to get the they would, would much ra- they would much rather you instead of leaving your car, your gun in the car, which that's a lot of a lot of um, crimes are committed by guns that are by stolen. guns that are stolen out of cars. Right, right, I know. Would much rather the armored truck be there. Yeah. That's why I always look for a homeless person that seems pretty nice and normal, and just ask them to hold it. And then yes. it's just better that I'll way. I'll give you 20 bucks. Yeah. Hold this for the game. You hold this pistol, A venue please. weapons locker. Huh. wonder how that goes. All right. Listen, we got to take a What's up? It's your boys, the New Day. And you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, fellas. <laughs> right? Great show. Present another fast lane. <laughs> this goes on for a long time. Yeah. And then start making sense. Oh, yep. Let's do sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, Moon, we got a couple minutes left. What do you got? Sports brought to you by DraftKings and Casino Queen. Call to book your Bracket Bash watch Bracket Bash watch parties at DraftKings Sportbook now. <laughs> Uh, well, we got some new names and new energy with St. Louis City SC already. Yesterday was the first game of the uh, of the season, and um, uh, Hosai Kajima, this dude, his contract with City SC was announced yesterday morning, and last night he scored the game-winning goal. How about that? Wow. How about that? So cool. Kajima, cool. the tops, uh, the team's top pick in the draft, who entered the game as a sub in the 85th minute, he only he only played for a couple minutes, scored in the 90th following up his own block shot to put the rebound into the far side of the net as City SC beats Houston, Houston Dynamo 2-1 to one on Tuesday. Uh, this is the first leg of the two-game CONCACAF Champions Cup Series. And there is the beginning of the season off to uh, to bad. a good start. To describe Kojima as excited would be an understatement. Uh, his teammates shared the joy. They swarmed him in the corner. Kojima is the 17th overall pick in the draft, signed a one-year contract with three option years. He came to America from Japan when he was 12 years old to attend the IMG Academy in Florida to advance his soccer career. Then he played at Wake Forest, and he's got a whole bunch of highlights over there at Wake Forest. Sign the deal, score the goal. Yep, nine goals, 10 assists, and 63 games over four seasons. He was second team all-ACC selection as a senior. Tim Parker scored St. Louis City's uh, first goal. Again, on a header this time in the 62nd minute as City SC took a 1-0 lead. The women's U.S. uh, national team opened its 2024 CONCACAF uh, W Gold Cup campaign with a convincing 5-0 win against the Dominican Republic. The USA will now take on Argentina February 23rd. Uh, That's got a 6-15 start here. And then Mexico February 26th to close out the group stage with the goal of earning a spot into the quarterfinals. Here in St. Louis? No, 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 no. Those are both in California. Oh, okay. Both will be uh, played at Car- in Carson. Uh, spring hasn't quite started yet, but spring training is in full swing. Pitchers and catchers reported last week. Position players report this week. We've been talking a lot about you know, the Cardinals getting down there and seeing what's going to happen. Hopefully we have a bounce-back season. Well, the Cincinnati Reds catchers did something a little unique during the training session. Uh, teams are always looking for unique ways to practice since games don't start for you know teams until Saturday. Well, for the Reds, catchers are practicing uh, catching throws and tagging runners with a stuffed pig attached to a rope. Hmm. And it's kind of a funny video, but uh, there's a lot of, like, funny baseball uh, Twitter um, uh, accounts, you know. And the last one that I saw was <clears throat> it was just a picture of a, a Reds catcher and this flying pig going through, and it just was captioned, no context baseball. Hmm. And those no, no context baseball 
uh, photos are hysterical. Watch the Reds win because of their stuffed pigs. Their stuffed pigs. We'll Best post the football uh, team in the baseball. We'll, we'll post the funny picture up on the blog. I'm Moon, and that's your sports because doing the bull dance, feeling the flow, working it, working it. All right, one final break. We'll come back, wrap her up. It's the Rizzuto Show. All right, Red Show presented on the Fast Lane, and we are done. Today's wrap-up is sponsored by... Sponsored by Jack in the Box. Jack Wraps. A little bit of healthy, a little bit of indulgence only at Jack. All right, what is uh, today's podcast title? Podcast title today is Eat Those Booger Bugs. All right. Oh, that was at the top of the show. That's right. Top right. of the show. Let's uh, let's uh, final tally on how many times how learned many? laugh today. Uh, oh, it yeah. was nine. Oh, nine, nine times. times. Yeah. 45. Nine times. So $45. Something so like she that. said at the top of the show she will not laugh today. Every time she laughs, it's five bucks going to an animal charity. So you laugh nine times today. Nine times five, 45, right? I have that right? Nine times yeah. five is 45. Look at you. Good work. I'm a math genius, you guys. Man. Yeah. Do I need to laugh one more time just to make it an even no. 15? Okay. You can't fake it. No, only, yeah, only natural things. You can't fake it. Um, all right, Moon, what do you got? Can you feel the punk tonight? Tickets uh, still available on the pageant website and on the point website. Follow me on my socials at Moon Valjean here. Uh, and we have a Soccer 101 podcast coming uh, for reactions for the uh, CONCACAF uh, Champions Cup. That should, I, th- I think it's coming tomorrow. But at least you can go now. And listen to some of the other ones prepping for the season. Soccer 101, wherever you get podcasts, make sure you uh, subscribe. All right, learn. Uh, come out tomorrow night. The pageant, we go on around 9 o'clock. Lane Narrow's uh, playing the Celebration Day soundcheck party. 10 bucks will get you in. You can walk up. Plenty of tickets remain. Um, if you're a Led Zeppelin fan, you like Jimmy Griffin and Mark Quinn and John Pisoni and Kevin Gagnapain and all those guys, they're all going to be there. And um, it's going to be a really good time. And you're, I mean, you're off Friday. I'm off so Friday. Oh, that means. I have a driver. You are getting after it. I'm going to have a good time. Woo! She got fireball, camel back full of fireball. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Always. Uh, Rafe. Uh, get punk rock Disney tickets. Go see Learn at the Pageant. Uh, s- sign up for 2SG's new album. Thank and you. if you're in Dayton, Ohio, and you're bored this weekend, old Captain Pork Steak will be at the Funny Bone. Oh, hell, if you're bored in St. Louis, just drive out to Dayton. Yeah, yeah why not? Dayton, it's man. Jump time zones. You're yeah. a time traveler. Um, <laughs> private. Scott. Um, I second what he said, and I appreciate it. So go to Dayton this weekend, and uh, it's going to be a good time and see Lane Narrows this week. It's going to be great. Very sweet, both of you. All right, we'll leave you with a selection from our team. Remember the day, brought to you by Hotshot, St. Louis' home for blues hockey. From St. Peter's, Chaz McPeak is our team. The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs. Dobbs.